Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys on representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Mike B. Be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. JL Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. Dominic. Puerto Rico, Suave. I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. It's Romain Walters. I'm Rod Morrow. Hey, it's three guys on. Right back at you. Happy <laughs> Thursday. At some point, we may be joined by uh, Mark Todd. I assume he's off walking the dog. Trying to raise a dog. You, you fucking freeloaders missed a long ass great show Monday. I'll tell you right now. Three we hours. Had two, long. We had two uh, foreign correspondents check in with us uh, to give us a rundown of racism in Britain. And y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. Two foreign correspondents who grew up and lived in London now live in the States, and you missed it. That's what you get. Yeah. The chat room was loving it, by the way. So. We had uh, Sharon Osbourne on. That's who we, we had. We did have Sharon Osbourne on. <laughs> Just Sharon and Ozzy, two foreign correspondents. How pleasant things are over there. Um, you know, one thing, one thing we should probably get to at some point in this episode also is uh, feedback because we got a couple Well, let's comments. start with that. Let's start with that. Let's start with that. We have comments dating back because we didn't do any comments last week because we had the thousandth episode four-hour extravaganza. So we have a couple weeks back and some emails. We did one email last week because we got the email during the show, basically. Um, yeah, let's start with comments. And uh, by the way, freeloaders, some of these comments are for uh, for Patreon podcasts. So if you want to get the references, right? You know, you got that st- you got that stimmy check. Did you get your? Them to you. <laughs> did you get your stimmy payment? Rather you than money? rather than buy a buy a Jordans like you people do sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damon from a couple weeks ago said, "Not gonna lie, after listening to the podcast, I went and looked up Rachel Bush on Instagram. You have to. I yeah, knew of her, her, but I couldn't remember what she looked like. She's fine, but that's no excuse. No. Best place to follow her is on Instagram. If you're gonna follow her, <laughs> no, you don't want all she's, she's worth. You just want to look at her. Yeah, that's all she's worth. Don't don't check her live. She's fine. She don't think she's not." Yeah, she, she she's fine. She's a bad racist mama jamma. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, don't uh don't Google her and read her other quotes. No, you don't, you don't, you don't need to, don't need to know. She's not a Twitter follower, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to know. You don't need to know anything she's saying. You don't need to know. For International Women's Day, you might want to check that post. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. Just look at the picture. That's what Instagram is for. You don't have to hear yeah. anything else. Just do the uh just, just look at the inspirational when you quote. Do shoot under. a video. Don't talk. I don't need to hear you talking. You know what? <laughs> just walk what around. Is, I know this is totally aside, but International Women's Day has really become meaningless 
if Rachel Bush is celebrating it. Ain't it though? You know, yeah. like she's like, here's, a, here's my ass in a thong. I'm like, what? We lost the plot. You know what I mean? That's like if Black History Month, we was just all like twerking and shit. Like, yeah. Not, what the fuck happened to International Women's Day? The fucking well, the, the Black History Month women. party, the Black History Month party with Dr. King's face on it. Yeah. And some popping ass girl underneath him. I'm like, this is not what's supposed to be happening. I feel like if you're not for women's rights, you don't get to celebrate. <laughs> even if it's just your ass in a thong, you you should you should not get to participate in it. And like some women, honestly, they only qualify for like the Intercontinental Women's Day title. Like they shouldn't be. <laughs> They're not ready for the for the whole International Women's yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. You ain't ready to take, you ain't ready for the for the championship match. <laughs> if you voted for Mr. Grabbing by the pussy and talking about some International Women's, Women's Day, Day, y'all. Yeah, really? <laughs> really? No, 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 no. Rightfully, rightfully, it's you know what? Give give them also. To give women the right to make the best decisions and the worst decisions. True. You can make all the terrible ones, and you could look at them and just be like, well, so are you. It's like Candace <laughs> Owens tweeting Black History Month. <laughs> right. You feel the same? We keep that same energy. I don't know. Yeah. Candace yeah. Owens, I, we, I forgot, Candace Owens attacked Megan talking about, well, she ain't even black. She did some of that Megan shit. Megan Markle? Yeah, Candace Owens threw some of that shit out there. With her biracial kid? Like, you fuck yeah. I was like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> fucking right, bitch. with her own biracial kid, too. With you her own biracial bitch. kid. But <laughs> she can't post on Instagram because her followers be roasting her. You fucking right? bitch. <laughs> Hopefully she can get some of those European features, if you know what I'm saying. Like my husband, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we got a con. This is all from the same episode called "Don't Do It." This was uh, episode nine ninety nine. We got a comment oh, from do it. <laughs> Raphael, Raphael of the White Label American Podcast. He said just about two weeks ago during the Milan Derby, Zlatan. Uh, this is the guy who told LeBron to shut up and dribble. Yeah, uh, Zlatan, Zlatan Ibrahimovic clashed with Romelu Lukaku, the Belgian Congolese striker of the city of his city rivals, and it came out after the game that Zlatan used some voodoo stereotype. To trigger oh, Lukaku, who almost came to blows with him twice. Now it was fascinating to see all the major networks, media, and podcasts jump on Zlatan's offense that there was nothing racist in his actions. But in 2014 or 15, Lukaku claimed that a voodoo-inspired dream helped him choose his next move. Lukaku has suffered racist abuses everywhere he has played, including from his country and current team. He even talked about it in an article for the Players Tribune. Lukaku talked all the all the abuse and goes about his business, but his reaction to whatever Zlatan said showed that he was not ordinary banter. Somehow, mostly white pundits figured that Lukaku was just being extra, and it was entertaining to see Lukaku angry. Now that LeBron has put Ibra in his place, I guess that's what they call him, Ibra, in his place, the same people are rushing to say that Ibra has a lot to learn. I wonder if Ibra will mm. wa- watch Fox News while playing for that L.A. team briefly. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going to fuck around until somebody's kicking that boy's ass. That's yeah. what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, Victor said, hey, Randolph, you may have already caught this, but Amazon has their Amazon Basics kettlebells in stock. Yeah, I'm good on I'm good on kettlebells right now. But, yeah, everything is back in stock. My new purchase now is a bike for my wife because I couldn't find. She wanted a bike for her birthday, and there were none to be found. You yeah. order one. It'll come in like three months. What's the uh, what's the situation if you're a UPS guy and someone has like a hundred pounds of kettlebells? Like, do you? Yeah, it's got to be a bitch. Yeah, it's got to be. Like, a do you bitch. just leave that shit at the curb and like say, "Hey, you come get this shit." <laughs> it's got to be a bitch. <laughs> um, Nikki commented. Uh, this is uh, once again about Rachel Bush. Uh, this MAGA IG chick's husband 
the football player, follows the Hodge twins and Coleon Noir on Instagram. Uh, of course wow. he does. So he's probably MAGA too. Cues uh, up, look at the coon. Well, I thought, look at the coons. As soon as I seen, soon as I seen that woman, and I seen that man, I said, I know exactly what they about. Yeah, always cooning for you. <laughs> He can't then, be getting no respect in the locker room other than people being like, yeah, he got her, his girl bad. You don't play well enough to gain any respect. Right. <laughs> What's the protocol there? If, you're, if your girl is a, um, like, you know, an Instagram thought, let's say, mm-hmm. all right, and you're a dude, can you follow any other similar girls on Instagram? Because she's got like a million followers. Like, do you only follow her in the Hodge twins? These like, are the questions I have because what is the protocol? Did you know that they made a big deal out of Kevin Durant liking Julius Pepper's wife or girlfriend's Instagram picture? Hmm. But she's an Instagram thought. Yeah. Right. She, that's her job. That's yeah. Yeah. how is Kevin Durant doing anything yeah. wrong is, to like is, it? It's not like he right. left a comment. You this know, like is this like is the currency. Right. Yeah. Right. You're welcome. Kevin Durant, shouldn't even, Kevin Durant shouldn't even address that. This like right. is the currency. Yeah. Right. Look, he's just yeah. supporting small businesses. That's all. It's all it is. <laughs> like is the currency. Support black That's women. Good. Yeah. I'm or whatever she is. I, I didn't even get to check. I didn't go check her rights. Yeah, but you know, I'm, su- I'm right. supporting this. I'm yeah. supporting the cause, baby. But so, if your wife is one of those women, is it seen as supporting the competition if you follow like 20 others? I mean, we saw what just happened to, to uh, Alex Rodriguez. So, yeah. well, you know, the, I would thing have to say that no. the thing that the IG models do, uh, I don't know if it's passive aggressive or just, you know, trying to so act like it's not a competition. They like each other's shit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's the move. So I would just be like, oh, I'll just like who you like. So, you know what? It. I don't think it would be passive aggressive because that would kind of defeat the purpose because you're boosting the other person up by giving them them likes yeah that's what i'm saying i don't know if you gotta like this other person don't you because you could just not like them right right and i don't know if it's to keep what i'm saying is i don't know if it's to keep the peace or if it's like here bitch take your like i don't want no problems you know look if if it's if it's black girls towards other black girls i'm gonna say it's a sisterhood thing Oh yeah, yeah. I see it's it. Everybody, everybody else, I'm I'm suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Well, that's what made, raised my eyebrows. I've seen it on uh, uh, I seen a couple black girls liking some white girls ones, and I was that's like, oh, this must be are like the community. Are the white girls black adjacent? I mean, if I'm following them. <laughs> okay, well then there you go. Then that then they don't count. Any any white girl that's black adjacent don't count. So I don't follow none of the straight white girls. Okay, they don't count. They they don't they don't count. They so. they have black friends that talk about white people around them. They don't. I don't even know what that looks like. Like what 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 do just white pure white thoughts Instagram Bro, thoughts I, I like? Where it's so just white girls on our own podcast. I don't follow sports, any. They're all twerking <laughs> all yeah, me neither. So I don't know what that looks like. On our right? sports pod, well, first of all, there's a whole there's a whole genre of these. Okay? Oh, absolutely. On our sports podcast, uh, some of the a lot of it's from like Instagram women and shit. Instagram people really it's not just women but uh a lot of them be like the heiress of the chiefs is an Instagram chick hmm. the heiress to um there's another franchise like Indians or she's an Instagram chick and they're just regular white girls like no they, twerking just bored with their lives go learn how to run the business uh shit Colin Kaepernick's girl I mean not that's, Colin it, that's how she not Colin Ka- I'm sorry hold on I meant Patrick Mahomes girl oh yeah a regular but she, you talk about 
regular white girl. She is just a basic. I'm like, listen, Patrick, I don't like to say it like this, but you, Rod, you already know where I'm going. You could do a lot better, dog. I'm just trying to tell you. I'm just. I I'm see. Just, it's funny because this is your high school. You could. Dog, that's me what, and my co-host uh Justin, <laughs> we have a bet going. I got $25 on it. Uh he says they not getting married. I mean, Russell, Russell Wilson didn't. <laughs> yeah, well, Russ got married and divorced, but he, he figured this shit out. He's yeah, like, you know now, what? I, I listen, the bet is marriage, okay? <laughs> and I don't give a fuck if they make it, but I need this 25, okay? And she's close. She done popped the baby out. You know what I'm saying? They got the date set. Like oh, they gotta get married, yeah. Yeah, they no, gotta get married. They don't gotta get them. Gotta how, wait, good. how how religious is, is Mahomes? Uh well, here's the thing. I don't know how religious he is, but his mama goes up for the girl. Okay. And his she needs mama some more white. She needs some more white in the family. Right. So it's a lot of pressure <laughs> on him to complete the set. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's been he's been really like uh like when he was on the shop, he was really like black centric. I just day. don't need him hanging out with Travis Kelsey or no shit like that. Till, no, we can't. Till 2022. You know and what I'm saying? Jason said mama's a Trumper, which is yeah. uh, that's what I'm saying. And the we thing talked is about like, that. Yeah, he's so pro. He was very pro black on the shop. So, I'm yeah. Like, his mother kind of she liked a couple tweets by other people. She wasn't as, as sort of blatant, but it seemed right. like she was at least paying attention to. I don't know what it is. That's all it takes. Yeah. You like I mean, one, like, one Trump, you like any any type of Trump shit, you you one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> RG3 came out of Baylor, though. Religious. Yes. With mm-hmm. a college sweetheart. Yes. I don't think they were married yet, but it was very soon after he turned pro, he got married, had a kid, and then they lasted a few years, and then they split. But he's a funny-looking dude, though. He's got a, yeah. he's got a couple Mahomes kids with is a good-looking kid. Hey, well, even with Mahomes, though, I'll, I'll never forget this shit because it was the year he won the Super Bowl the first time. And he said he didn't realize how big a deal it meant for a black quarterback to win yep. the Super Bowl till he got to the end of the AFC yep. championship. Yep. Yep. And I said, oh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to know that. <laughs> a little late yep. in the game. I know you're a young man, but a little late, yep. a little late yep. on that one. Like, what kind of knowledge but, was your daddy giving you? Was your daddy putting any knowledge in you? Right. But, but, but maybe that's the point, though. You kind of need that, like, I can't, uh, you know, you can't burden them with, like, you want them to know. But if you if you don't have that burden, you kind of walk in like, <laughs> you know, it might be the that. secret. It might well, be know, the secret. Yeah. I'm not knocking it, but I'm just saying it was a little. I agree with you. I think that's the secret. Just can't, you keep yeah. that away from them until it hits them differently. Then it's like, oh, wow, I got that. It's important it just, to be put, put it this way. After I heard that, when I saw yeah. Brittany, I said, that makes sense. Just a plain Jane. When I saw her, first time I saw her, I was like, that really, dog? This is. Even when you were in college, did, did okay, man. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, right. uh, and Jason mentioned it. His uh, Mr. Mahomes, uh, Patrick Mahomes' father was a baseball player, professional baseball. He was, player. he was, he was he maybe was, he was away a lot. Maybe the mother raised him and instilled certain values, it's possible. um, and, and downplayed maybe the importance of black quarterbacks playing in the Super Bowl. Like, that's no big deal, son, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, and also, let's be fair, Brittany is a peak version of that type of white woman yeah like she stay in the gym if that's what you into it you know not i don't knock nobody if that's what the fuck y'all like that's what y'all like no mm. offense um but she stayed working out like that's her you Bruh, know if you, I her mean, 
I mean, there's some, I mean, listen, we know that there's some black adjacent white girls walking, some baddie black adjacent white girls out there. I know. I see you. I follow him. He could be, (laughs) I know. He could easily have at any time he wanted them. (laughs) I know. And he just got that big ass contract. I just, Baddies around. Fingers crossed. Just give me that. Yeah, so, <laughs> and then he and then he's with. He's like, like my, my little brother always calls him the. Uh, remember the little chicken that wanted to get with Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> On the cartoon, <laughs> little female. Yes. <laughs> he picked that. <laughs> you didn't have to pick that dog there's some there's some baddies walking around these streets and i'm yeah. not even talking about it's just a, it's a white black thing i'm like there's some baddies walking around here dog <laughs> yeah you think he met he met her like that hotel and don't be a menace yeah like my sister my ebony queen <laughs> Was it Egbert? I think it's no Egbert was the little boy. The little yeah. he was like a little kid. Henry yeah. Hawk. The, she's his girl. Nah, I don't her. know what her name was. That she's like a oh, girl, little girl chick. Yeah, Greta with the bonnet. She had the blue bonnet yeah, all the time. Glasses. Yes. Glasses. Yeah. <laughs> and then every once in a while, she might put the the the, the lipstick on, the pot yeah. on her face, and yeah. run out. Miss Prissy. Miss Prissy. That was her name. Miss Prissy yeah. throwing that thing at Foghorn. Yep, he wasn't <laughs> trying to hear it. <laughs> well, he did talk like he was coming all the time. So. <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, uh, uh, I'll say now. Uh, <laughs> I'm spent. <laughs> that's what that's what Patrick Mahomes is married to. Now, ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what you into. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's true love, and you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I think you know that's Pete. That's Pete White woman. That's that's what he you know. They banned that cartoon. That one where she was trying to get him with the cassava melon. <laughs> they banned that one. Listen, she used to be throwing that thing. That's wait, what, wait. They banned that one. That's what it said. Banned. What? Banned cartoon from Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, it's probably some sism. Well, Foghorn was a racist motherfucker. Let's don't don't be- he? I, like I don't have the proof, but I feel it in my bones. <laughs> <That's Yeah. crazy. laughs> I think Foghorn. He was, some, and, he was and, a and, deep south dude. Yeah, yeah, he was a deep south dude. I used to have the uh, uh, the Looney Tunes collection thing, and yeah. like he I, he's racist, but he never says it on camera, right. <laughs> on that screen. Right. He's the only one. I think the the only person to. The, the two most racist characters never really say it on screen, which is him and Yosemite Sam. Yosemite yes. Sam. Yes. Yeah. They Fog never Horn, say Fog it. Horn definitely says nigra. Right. And, but this <laughs> Yosemite Sam, the only thing he's done differently is that he's had the Confederate flag in multiple cartoons. Yes. Running around and talking about how great the Confederacy is, just like flat out. Like, you know, or, or, who, but you know how they make those like side comments, like how Peter Griffin make a side comment that you already yeah. know about? Right, but it's just about that time period. He like he'll say a side comment, and you go back and, and what you know about the history now. You're like talking about lynching niggas in a very, mm-hmm. very interesting way. But he ain't saying that he's lynching niggas. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. He, oh, there's he, all these articles about Looney Tunes racism. Oh my God! Of course, because yeah, white men were drawing them. White men specifically. <laughs> it's a yeah, lot well, funny. Uh, Bomani pointed out on his podcast. He was like, everybody's talking about Pepe Le Pew. And sexual harassment, and da, da da da. He was like, "Shouldn't it just be canceled for the horrible insult it is to the French?" 
Like they stink. They're right. <laughs> they're sexual harassers. Basically, right. that was yeah, yeah. That's, that's basically what they did. Yeah. That was that's the joke the about him. But also, like, what I like, what I found funny about it was that, like, whenever he finally got a another female skunk, uh-huh. he ran away. And, right, and they was the one that pursued him. They right. pursued him, and he was like, "No, I need me to have this milk of magnesia cat." With right. the lion on her back. One American woman. He was not for the cause. That's all it was. That's Every all it was. white American woman. Well, yeah, yes. she, was, she was skunk passing. They're all yeah. a stand-in. Um, <laughs> he was walking around talking about, uh, you know, out to the people and then walked around with a cat with one stripe <laughs> on her back at the end of the day. Uh, we got a comment from Ka who said, I was having a rough morning at work. But after watching a few Jane Elliott clips, I feel great. <laughs> Laugh so hard I was sweating. Bullshit should get turned into a drop. <laughs> I really wish Jane Elliott could have popped out behind Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> Let God, me just was... tell you something. It would <laughs> sit down, sit down. No, what the, you're good. No, you, you, no one's gonna be crying except you. <laughs> you want to see some tears? Fine. <laughs> I'm not a racist. How dare you? You think you can cry at this black woman? Who has reason to cry? <laughs> right. <laughs> you got no reason. Don't no, don't run away. <laughs> Where you going? No one can sell her. Everyone sit down. Let her leave. You'll be back. You tell your story, Cheryl. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Jane Elliott makes them all delete the notes app before they sit down. <laughs> You're not getting away that easy. Uh, we got a couple of comments on episode oh. 1000, which was last week for the freeloaders. It's behind the paywall. Dominique said, did I just listen to this entire episode, even though I sat in the chat while I was being recorded? Absolutely. Congrats on 1000 episodes. Friends, I just howled at hashtag numbers climb. Um, I commented, but let me tell you something. Hmm. Dominique is part of this. She's on a. She's on. She's been here with us for a long time. She's on a woke file talking about her writing. Dominique's part of this train. That's it. End yeah. the story. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, James left a comment. I know I'm late, but I just wanted to congratulate you all on reaching episode 1000. I thoroughly enjoyed the show, especially Randolph's hour-long rant about what happened with Redacted. <laughs> you all are doing a great job, and look forward to a thousand more. You uh, um, actually that that wasn't the rant. <laughs> it wasn't an hour. It was like a half. I haven't hour. got to hear the rant. I didn't give Uh-oh. y'all. I didn't give y'all the rant. Like I said, I couldn't let Andy do it and tell right. you the tell you the the depths of it. I just gave you the surface. It's, it was it's, it was a year. It's a, <laughs> it was a year. It's, let's do one of those like it's been a year already. Yeah. Well, no, it was a year of of from for me, Frankie and Dominic. Yeah, about a year. Um, Lord. For, yeah, we uh, shouldn't go any further than that. For, yeah, I can't, you know, but for all of us, <laughs> redacted. Yeah, we were um, in, we were in it for we were in it for one. I had a yeah. We got an email from Arlene who said, uh, "My own big ass bird." This is titled "Vultures." My own big ass bird during the Texas Snowblizz NATO week. Uh, vultures are everywhere. Apparently, let me pull up the picture. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, Andy sent a picture of that shit. Uh, the, uh, they hung them birds. Yeah, they hung them up. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> so this is the vulture. Uh, Look at what could happen house. to you and tremble. You know, swinging from the slower breeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they put up. Okay, 
here's the the vulture removal in my neighborhood. Apparently, there were 150 vultures living in the neighborhood. Oh my god! All right, who counted them? I don't know, but there were a couple <laughs> trees where there were a lot of vultures. One, two, um, but don't they eat three, dead things though? Four, five. Did you get yeah, that one they, over there? Six. <laughs> they start like picking at the roofs of people's houses. They would like just they would sit across the tops of people's houses mm. and like shit all over the roof and you know stuff like that. So. It was going to be a, a seven-day thing. They were going to hang up dead vultures because apparently vultures hate seeing dead vultures, and they were yeah, like, they hang a, them upside as down. An, as an example, look at what can happen to you. This. <laughs> you <laughs> this, this guy, he look happen. familiar? He look familiar? That's that, that's that strange fruit strategy. Yep. We'll just hang them, and we'll leave them hanging. Hang it from <laughs> so the strategy was not only are they going to hang dead vultures, and I saw two. My wife saw a third one, so there were at least three dead vultures in the neighborhood hanging from trees. Um, they were also going to go and set off like fireworks every night around dusk, which they did. Now, Monday of like two Mondays ago, I guess they hung up the dead vultures. And by Tuesday, like the vultures were gone. Hey, like I saw one vulture on Tuesday used to see like dozens of them. What was wrong with that one? Yeah, but you know what? I heard like a I heard like she a whistling. Didn't work on black folks. We had nowhere to go. <laughs> I heard like a whistling firework go off, and then I saw one vulture. So they must have seen like one in a tree and like shot a one firecracker. Defiant ass Malcolm X vulture. Right. Like, I'm I was not gonna going say nowhere. And they did pull work this, on black people. Pull this knife, nine inch knife out, seven inches. There's still two in me. I ain't going nowhere. It worked on <laughs> black people. That's why we in Chicago. Yeah, the Great Migration. New York, <laughs> DC. I'm actually reading Charles Blow Charles Blow's book right now about going about moving back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I is the that. hanging dead vulture. And uh, black body. <laughs> Hanging in the tree, <laughs> blood on the poplars, blood on the leaves. <laughs> the United States versus Birdie Holiday coming soon. <laughs> this was other vultures checking out the dead vulture. That's horrific, man. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. it worked. <laughs> Randy. So this was day one. All right. Now again, vultures were gone by one day later, and. For the next week, they were shooting like every night at dusk, you'd hear a couple like whistling firecrackers, a couple little booms and explosions. Not very much, but a little bit. And the the thing is, they were going to do it for seven days. The dead vultures are still up. It's been like, I don't know, 12 days now. Mm. And there's they they're, they're, I, guess, I don't know they're going to keep them up for a while, but now they're just random dead vultures. Just well, at this point, white people just felt like hanging something. Right. <laughs> right. You know <what> I mean? <laughs> it's, a, it's a tick at this point. It's like, we look, we're going to hang something. So. Right. What can we hang? Stewie Griffith voice, Jason, in the chat room. You see what happens, man? It's what happens, man. It's what happens, man. It's my two dollars, man. This is what happens, man. Yeah, this is what happens, man. In the <laughs> so the vultures are now uh, eradicated, I guess. But a new like little thing went out in the neighborhood, like newsletter, and was like, okay. So the thing is, what else can we hang? We got to keep them away. They might I come just want to hang some shit. Yeah, so cool if you see a vulture in a tree, what they're saying is you have to um, not you don't have to, but go to the tree and like bang on the tree. And oh, make fuck some that. Noise. Well, so the vulture can come down mad. They're raptors. I ain't fucking yeah. around like that. Yell at the vulture. Because like, like y'all get out of here. We want to get. Stop <laughs> it. Get, get off <laughs> our porch. 
you vultures! Who? <laughs> so, yeah, go out there with cocky shotguns and shit. <laughs> You're not from around here, are you, vulture? <laughs> you want them uppity vultures? Huh? <laughs> no daughter of mine is gone. <laughs> yeah, no, jazz loving, hip hop listening, low pants sagging, wearing. Timberland boots <laughs> buying Jordan sneaker money wasting vulture. I ain't doing that. I'm looking at my pure white dove. Go on and get, get out of here. You're kind of a long way from home now, aren't you, vulture? <laughs> <laughs> so the vultures are come, the vultures are gone. Back door, vulture. You don't come in the front door. <laughs> <laughs> people seeing you come around here, vulture. I don't give a damn. You served in the military. <laughs> Get your ass out of here. Yeah, and I see you around here after sundown. This <laughs> <laughs> is sundown town for vulture. You know what that means, don't you? See what Sorry, we do to no. vultures now. I'm late to the party, but there was an accident in front of my accident in front of my apartment complex, and I was being nosy. Oh, it was a car accident? Yeah, yeah. Did you like? Did you take video for Instagram? No, no, no. I didn't even think about taking a video. Take but a selfie with it in the background. There was uh, ambulances and everything mm. that had to come out. And Say that again. Jaws of life. There were what? Ambulances. You know what he said, Randolph? Ambulances. Ambulances. My wife says it as well. <laughs> we got one more uh, comment, by the way. Um, from Brandon, who left us a message on um, on Patreon. Hey, 3GO, just wanted to tur- turn the family on to M. Faisal. He makes fire instrumental slash beats and dope visuals. So check him out on Always Spotify as usual. Thank you to the community, 3GO and TBGWT and Sock Puppet Community and Wild Ass Dom Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the, um, it's M.F.A.S.O.L. This is the... Uh, I guess the playlist on is he Persian Fazal? on YouTube. Faisal, Faisal. No wonder. Let's play us. Uh, I'm not logged into Spotify. Oh, I'll check it out later. Maybe we'll. Yeah. I don't know if these are royalty free or anything, but no wonder. We'll, we'll look sure into it. I'm sure they're fire. M dot Faisal F A S O L on um, on Spotify. And that's all the comments we got. Nice, nice. Hey, did y'all see that Instagram post of the dude who was making the, um, it's like a chef, one of those chefs, it's like a hibachi chef. First of all, I'm like, I don't know how old this video is because no one has a mask on and everybody's up, up close. Oh, you sure it wasn't the Salt Bay dude? That dude, yeah. Yeah. How old so is he gave dude? the girl uh, some meat. Yeah, like her boyfriend was mad. Look, if I'm her man, maybe it's because I'm just older, but if I'm her man, I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm like, you goddamn right. You goddamn right. Well, I think people are projecting, and allow me to project further. Um, Everybody was projecting on him some sort of jealousy that she was thotting it up to get that meat. Well, his face. And my face face, said, it felt to me as, oh, so you just going to feed her first. (laughs) Now maybe that's my own. Maybe that's my I own. Think that, I think that's you project your projection. I mean, but we don't know that that's not what he was thinking. Look I at his I'm, face, man. You ever be at the hibachi joint and, because, and they feed your girl like no, nah, man. If, if that was the case, you look at the guy. You look at the dude. Like, come on, man. 
Hey. Ah, no. See, here, you fam. think he's looking at her? I think he's looking at the meat. Man, she got a she got a time. <laughs> nah, dog. That meat look good. It does look good. It looks oh great. Well, that's not and, the only. That's not the only picture, by the way. I mean, there's a her, video too. Her eating style looks um uh, looks looks fantastic. I mean, yeah. he gets that every night. He's not worried about that. But that much. I can't. But I was like, he don't get that steak every what, night. I know what that. grown What grown ass man is worried about that? I'm like, you goddamn right, bro. You, you ever go to her her look at that. <laughs> Hey, please, <laughs> go to Hibachi Randolph. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. All right, you, I know you don't eat seafood, so you might yeah, not. Get yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been, but you but go to hibachi, they'll make you a steak though. So, it's but fine. you go to hibachi, you be like, let me get, you know, they be like, let me get the beef, let me get the filet mignon. I'm treating. And they want to play the games like they cut treat my slipping in your mouth. And yeah, yeah, let me get, yeah. let me get the scallops. I'm treating myself. I'm getting that motherfucking surfing turf. And then they start playing the games, and they be flirting, and they get one of your scallops or something motherfucker that didn't pay for scallops. <laughs> no, look like yes. That's what he looked like. Well, I'm like, this. Well, I, bet, I bet you she ordered scab. I bet, I, bet, I bet she ordered the chicken. I think. Right. Uh, I bet just, she ordered the chicken. We should start calling that dude Salty Bay. <laughs> and you just go eat it in my face. The boyfriend is salty. <laughs> Two pieces, one by one. I, I'd be more mad about that than anything else, for real, for real. Right. Yeah. People were like, she, she. Basically, they were trying to say like she's acting like a whore, and he's. I'm like. I, I have no problem with that. You fucking yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's looking yeah. at them. He's looking at the yeah. food. You see his face? He's yeah, looking at exactly, that. Man. Yeah. I zoomed in. I said, he's looking at the fucking steak, man. <laughs> I know that look because that's the one I would have had. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that steak go down. What she did. Who cares what she did? That's my steak, nigga. <laughs> he's like, this shit look delicious. <laughs> what if he would have reached out and grabbed that shit before it got in her mouth? <laughs> or just pushed you out of the way and put his own mouth on anything? No, nah, listen. It would have been this, justified. That this is what I'm saying. This is what's <laughs> fucked up about patriarchy and shit. I would have done what she did. Yeah. I, I would have been involved for a whole different like reason. Ah, yeah, I would have been involved for a whole different reason. Like, yeah, they just said, oh, yeah, look at look Right. This you nigga should, gay. Look you at don't have girl. to wonder about you. <laughs> I would have embellished that shit. I've been rubbing my nipples. <laughs> Give me this motherfucking steak. I mean, isn't that look? There's there's a whole bunch of meat available, right over here. They probably cut this. They probably have different like uh like medium or whatnot. Right. Yeah, got, well, a, probably got a perfect medium rare. It's not like the dude is not going to get his meat. Shouldn't isn't it? Should first of all, let her though, get her he got meat hers first. Well done, I bet. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Elder Barge that's cooking. <laughs> Salt He's bay. Sunglasses on a gold right. chain. <laughs> That's Salt Bay. One of them tight, one of them, them shirts look like they snap in the crotch. Remember them shirts that these people used to wear? Them, them crotch snapping shirts with the short sleeve? But that's the stuff. I mean, you're paying for the Salt Bay experience. Right. Yeah. They probably paid extra and to he, have and Salt he's Bay. And he's delivering it. When I've gone to Hibachi, it's been like a short Asian cat with a white apron tied around his waist, just talking shit the whole time. Right. And you can barely understand him, you know. Flirting with your girl badly. Yeah. Well, now, you, gotta go, of, you have to go during the summer when there's the, uh, where you get the kid that's came straight out of high school who's been working there since like 16, doing all the tricks that like, because they don't have fear of fire. So they doing shit then. <laughs> you you know, know what's funny in this video too is that other than the, the patrons who are, who've ordered this food, mm-hmm. everyone else is wearing a mask except Salt except Bay. Salt Bay. <laughs> he doesn't even, doesn't have to follow the rules at all. Is he yeah, Salt I couldn't, Bay? I couldn't tell. I was like, "What? What year?" Yeah, There's a guy back here him. walked by with a mask yeah. on. The whole staff, the chicken, the kitchen staff, you know? has their mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah that dude does there. have a mask on. Okay, 
So they that's what this is the thing. Every video they show that goes viral, I only care about the pandemic. That's shit. where I'm at now. I yeah. swear to God. I see yeah. I seen a, a white dude. Uh, do some MMA shit to this this football player at Ohio. I State. saw that. I saw. And that. everybody's like, "Oh, we whooping his ass." I said, "Bro, is it still the pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers Bro, in the was, bathroom, yeah, no mask. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah you risking, in a bathroom, you risking no it all for you risking it all for a bathroom fight. That's on the doing? piss ground fighting <laughs> in a pandemic. I don't give yeah. a fuck. <laughs> Why what are you was, in a club in a pandemic? Come what on, was funny. Like not in the pandemic. <laughs> what was funny about that video was the the smaller dude, the MMA fighter, turned to his friend was like, "He's really gonna make me do this, really?" Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, folded his ass. I don't know. All right, and then he turned around, and then he one to him. Bam, bam. <laughs> Yeah, you went down there and fucking you shouldn't be in that club. Right. I'm like you shouldn't have messed with him. I'm like, he shouldn't be outside at the fucking club. (laughs) Yeah. Why is this skipping? Why am I crazy? Am I the only person still watching the fucking news? You're not crazy. No. Shit. (laughs) Data crazy one. Well, here's the thing is like I don't know if if it actually happened during the pandemic or if this was something that came out. A lot of stuff that comes yeah. out now, I wonder that. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm wondering. But like, because people the, are being so unsafe, yeah. it make you question. This must be seven years old. Yeah. It's no fucking yeah, yeah. way. All y'all crazy, and guess what? They are all crazy. A lot of them are crazy, yeah. man. There's lot a lot of, of there's a lot of people crazy. I stopped following. There's a lot of, of fitness people I stopped following. Cause you motherfuckers are still in the gym, like like nothing's going on. I'm no like, I can't nothing. fuck with you, man. I saw a thing from Black Aziz. He asked a question on Twitter. Do you follow Black Aziz? I'm sorry. He asked a question. He asked a Nazi. Excuse me, Black Aziz and Nazi. He asked a question. He was like, "Are there friends that you're not gonna fuck with anymore after the pandemic because of what they've shown you?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> you better fucking believe it. <laughs> you better fucking believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of motherfuckers I ain't fucking with no more." Because of this fucking pandemic, people yeah. show people showed themselves, you know. People yeah, shown themselves. This is the fight in the bathroom. I see that this Oklahoma football player got hurt. I feel like it's got to be recent because we would have heard about this if a football player got hurt, you know, at a different time. The football player is this dude. Oh, yeah, no, the football player got whooped. Yeah, but I'm saying like it, it that's why I think this is a this is during the pandemic. And He's the one who got video. whooped. <laughs> and he almost lost his left eye. That's the funny part. Take them with you. Okay. Oh, nope. We going bang. Oh, in the bathroom too. Oh, on the floor. Shout out, to his homie. Shout out to his homie that's getting beat up, but he's just trying not to fall in that pit. <laughs> Oh God, yo! I would hit that floor and be in tears. Yeah. Dude in the blue is just like, bro, just don't throw me in the pit. How about the dude that just stepped over and walked out though? How about that guy? You know that back, Andy? How about that dude? He said, "Excuse me, excuse me, fellas." Yeah, I'm out. Excuse me, gentlemen. I'm gonna wash my hands. Choked him out. He put him in a he put him in a rear naked choke and choked him right out. He don't know how to defend against it, obviously. MMA might not look was. The uh home slammed the, the dude down that didn't even like he knew he was just like okay, yeah, that's what we're doing. 
First so, of all, I think these two guys are the two he's fighters are brothers in Adidas sweats. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. Okay, so my boy got this guy. I'm just gonna fuck up this other guy, and not even a second thought. This just look right here is like you look at him. That, <laughs> you ready for this? I think these 80, two guys. That's 80s action movie. Yeah, these two guys. <laughs> these someone two said these guys, two guys are like, brothers, but I'm not sure. Like, like, like they might. What we gonna do? On some double Mark, dragon shit. Mark and I have had the discussion it, before. In, uh, are we, we going to do this? <laughs> yeah, we're going to uh, do this? All right. So. <laughs> Wrestling and MMA got to be the two most uncool looking will whoop your ass sports. Friend other dude that was gonna come up. He said, let me just let me just handle you right quick. <laughs> like wrestling looks so uncool, but it's so effective. Yeah, right. that's a that's a that's a, a back a back mount. Yeah, that, like it doesn't right look now. like it should be that effective. Like, Excuse oh, he's me, so hell effective. Yeah. You gotta have back bam, right there. That's when it like was wrestling is one of the, you never see cool wrestlers like unless they're the fake kind not fake right. but you know what I mean the entertainment kind there's no cool wrestlers boom then his boy got his guy into a back mount and just slammed him did you see his boy when the, uh, one guy was passing by when he kept passed by he like stopped and held him so the yeah. guy can go by he like was, he gave him the excuse me nod and that <laughs> first slap like- at the beginning is crazy that light slap. This MMA and that, like wrestling and shit, it's not like it's all about like leverage and center of gravity yeah. and shit. It's not right. like yeah. about uh, jujitsu and judo. Yeah, man. yeah. It's all jujitsu. Really that, that first slap oh, no, is no, to no, no. just to knock you off balance and then get you into a jujitsu move or, ju- or judo. Move. Now that's deep. That re- there's defenses to all those moves, but you have to know. You don't know. Them. You don't know them. <laughs> you have yeah. to know them. Yeah, that shit. It's the most effective of all the shit. If you could like be for self defense, teach your kid to do one thing, you know, it's probably gonna end up being like this kind of shit, or maybe jujitsu yeah. or something like yeah. that. Because that's how most fights normally go. Like it normally ain't when you see two boxers fight in real life, not in a ring. Yeah. You can see both of them being like, these are the rules. They immediately, it's yeah. hard as fuck to box. Is this fucking shit where they just do this to you? Yeah. Right. That's undefeated. <laughs> what, I, what I tell people, what I tell people is usually, it's usually some, somebody blank telling me how street fighters can handle a trained fighter. I'm like, no, you no, you can't. You, you can't. You can't handle anybody who's had a modicum of training. You cannot. Right. You can, I know you think you can. Even you if can. they're, even if you outweigh them by fifty pounds, it won't. It won't right. matter. If yeah. you, yeah. first of all, if you run up on a jujitsu stylist or somebody who's had some close quarters martial arts, right. they're gonna use your weight against you. you so done. you're gonna be you're off done. balance, falling around and shit. If you run up on a boxer, you're not even gonna lay your hands on him. It's not I haven't, I haven't gotten a physical fight since I seen my first MMA fight. <laughs> And that dude looked like a regular dude. And that scared the shit out of me. Right, right. Because he didn't look like he even worked out. He looked like an old aging white man <laughs> that if he undercut me in basketball, I'll be like, man, I'm about to whoop your ass. And then you'd be folded up under the bleachers somewhere. For, for, <laughs> Just for think about me? a guy like uh, these guys that fight at like 145 pounds. Think of how right. small that really is. For you know, me like for, for me I, walked for past, uh, I walked past Winky Wright once in New York. He's not a big dude. He's a right. little dude. I recognize him immediately, but I was like, oh, that's right. He's like 140 some pounds. Yeah, he's not a big dude. You at see all. him with that shirt off, they look muscular, but in person, they're like, they're tiny. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, 
okay, yeah, that guy could destroy everyone. Whoop yep. your ass, street. Zab Judah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoop yep. your ass, Zab Judah, 135 pounds. Zab Judah's like a fourth degree black belt, Shotokan karate boxer. He whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, always, I always tell people that if you're in a street fight, it happens in a phone booth. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. how close you are. It happens I, in a phone booth. Right. Yeah, I tell and people. That's how I, I train people. I tell people, yeah. for me, I approach every, you approach every fight. This, this is what people don't understand is like, like that guy didn't get it. When you're fucking with somebody, you approach every fight the same. I'm not underestimating you. Right. This is actually a compliment to you. I think you can fuck me up, so I gotta I gotta act appropriately. Right. <laughs> I gotta put you on the fucking ground and choke you the fuck out. In my case, I gotta knock you out. I'm gonna separate you from consciousness. <laughs> And then the thing, the other thing too, I think people don't realize about boxers because boxing is a sport, right? It's not just you can fight or you can't fight. It's also, it's also about endurance and all this other shit. Oh yeah. So I knew a dude. I knew a dude, Snake. He was a Golden Glove boxer, and we would go play ball with him sometimes. By the way, there's always a snake in the gym. Always a snake. (laughs) Because you know them, you know when they do that shit, they start hissing. Yeah, there's always a snake in the gym. Yeah, always. There's always one dude snake. Yeah, it'd be the oh, last thing you hear too. That's, but um, might, might be the Latin snake or the African snake. Right, you might hear that. Could be the black mamba. But yeah, this motherfucker, um, snake dog, he fought a dude one time, like five times in the same game. Like we had to take <laughs> breaks. Like we and he was playing full court basketball the whole time. Like and, and we'd be like, snake man, you got to calm down, bro. Please, let's just finish the game. Do look at them wrong. They go at it for about two more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll lace his ass up. Then he'll just go back to playing ball full court for two more minutes. It's like he was catching his breath playing basketball. And then we'll whip <laughs> that dude's ass again, man. It was, I said, man, I don't want to fight this dude. He fight for a living. You know what I mean? He just does a, he just does a round of boxing. He's like, all right, check ball. <laughs> Literally, the only thing missing was the bell, dude. <laughs> and the dude was trying to grab him and get on the ground, but you couldn't because he was just doing Boy's all that moving. shit. Yeah, he's using his legs. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 but it was by the end, but he was just like, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Because he, he didn't even knock him out. He was just like toying with him, just like whap, 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 step back, whap, whap, whap. All right, let's finish the game. Like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I tell you, I tell these dudes. I remember somebody said who could who could win in a fight? It was like Wesley Snipes. Or I saw it was Wesley. It was my cousin Terrence said when we were, he was living with us. He was like, "Who do you think we're winning a fight, man? Wesley Snipes or Ice T? We're watching New Jack City. Who in a fight? Wesley Snipes or Ice T? I was like, Wesley Snipes, Snipes would yeah. beat the shit out of Ice T. He's a martial Come artist. Come on, man. Right? Ice yeah. T's from the streets, dog. He got that street shit. I was like, Wesley. I said, Do you understand the level of martial arts Wesley Snipes has had? He'll beat the shit out of he'll beat the shit out of Wesley Snipes. Say you out of your fucking mind. You out of your fucking mind. All them trained fucking martial artist dudes. You don't want it with them. You don't want that. You don't want it. They gonna kick you one time and you're going to sleep. You get you understand? He gonna put you to sleep. I'm gonna kick your ass to sleep. Mm-hmm. They be thinking about how to hurt people for fun, man. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I do. <laughs> like, yeah. The motherfuckers, they go into that mode and shit where they be like, now you see right here, you could go over his ankle. You crush that right away. 
Now, see, now he can get that. on his record. Yeah, yo, people, the people teach that class. Like when I when I was taking it, I took a, a adult martial art class. I remember Randolph. I was taking an adult yeah. martial art class, we're about, we're, yeah, and we were going back and forth. And I was like, what wowed me was how they were like, okay, so I don't know what you know and how you were taught anything else, but in here, everything you learn will hurt people yeah. and will break things and will kill people. So that means you, so to train us to make sure we didn't just do it willy nilly, everything was done on us. Mm-hmm. So when you sit in there talking about, I'm tapping out, he's like, I'm gonna hold for three, four more seconds. So you know how much this hurt. <laughs> if you do any, if you do what we tell you to do, you will break it. But here's, you see that part where you see, you see when he's screaming? <laughs> and they're like, yes, I'm screaming, please stop. Yes, you need to look for, look for that face. Like even in the midst of what's going on, look for that face and see if they learned a lesson. <laughs> like stuff like that. They were not. They're dead serious. Taekwondo for me, man. Dead serious. Yeah. They, like day one, they were showing us pressure points and shit. Like just to show you, like what you might be able to do one day. It's like, yeah, I could break you down. I don't even have to punch you. I don't have to teach you how to do a whole day anything. Oh, sure. You, yeah. Right. You know, I see this part right here where you do the. You feel that? I'm like, oh, bitch. Yeah, I'm gonna stop. Okay. <laughs> Now you would do anything right now to get me to stop, won't you? Yes. <laughs> sure. I went with the grab. They do this one move with the grab, where like if somebody grabs you by your shirt, because all the stuff they teach you in like Chinese, uh, Chinese boxing, Chinese karate is like close quarters. Like they want you to be close. Like yeah. the whole the whole point is oh, for yeah, somebody. It's better, to, it's better to be close than be right. far. So like, unless you're long like you're me, fighting in a phone booth. Unless right. you're long, unless you're long right. like me, fighting in a phone booth or like close quarters, like you get the club and somebody come up and run up you, and you only have this much space. They're like, once they're there, you got them, and yep. that's it. Because if I they mean, have, and it was just like, and you can do this with the piggy, and we're looking like Jesus yep. Christ, man. That's the pinky. She's like, but we stuck with the pinky because that's gonna get his attention. We're gonna pull this over here. We're gonna go for the knee. Damn, you gonna break his knee? No, that's see, that's also direct attention somewhere else. What we really trying to do is bring his neck down on the ground, like damn, like okay, yeah, in the taekwondo class, they was yeah. like, We I'm not teaching you this to teach you how to fight, teach you how to end the fight. Was your instructor black? My instructor? YMCA, or he talking to her? Both of y'all was both y'all's instructors black? Mine was white. I had he was I, white. He was yeah, talking like that. I had one guy who was mixed and another guy who was Filipino. The black so, martial arts instructors are very much that shit goes back to them uh, to the Black Panther days. That was a big part of Black Panther training was martial arts. They they weren't fucking around. They were like, This is this is I'm trying to break you apart. I'm trying to break you apart. When I if if I when somebody starts loud talking, I start rolling through a thing in my mind of here's how I can break this guy apart. I just start, I just start, I mean, sometimes when I walk into a situation, I don't even realize I'm doing it. Mark, you probably do the same thing. I know, I know you do the same thing. We have the same instructors. You just start rolling through things in your mind. Sensei Reese told us that all the time. You just start kind of rolling through things in your mind. This is what I can do. This is what I can, I'm going to hit this guy here and I'm going to hit you here. And then I'm going to hit you here. So by the time you run up on somebody in the streets, they've already mapped out a plan in their head. (laughs) I could slam him into that urinal over there. Yeah, okay. he's going into that cool. urinal. This guy's going to step over me and he's going to walk out and then I'm going to get on his back and then I'm going to choke him out. I'm not even going to think about my boy because my boy's got him. <laughs> so maybe mm-hmm. I don't, don't got to uh, worry about him. At the Taekwondo, man, I got in probably like two or three more fights in my neighborhood. I never had to get in another one in my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all it takes is that one time and then for somebody to be the messenger and take that story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, one of them I planned out uh because you know Taekwondo, you have to wait. You don't have to wait, but 
it's all about using their momentum. Yes. So yeah. one dude, he fucked with me every That's day. just martial arts, by the way. Yeah. So he fucked with me every day. And I waited till we was it was in gym class because I knew he was gonna fuck with me. And uh I went to the locker room and you know those benches between lockers with the yeah. kind of oh, low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they low. They they like right beneath your shin almost. Uh he was on one side, I was on the other. And he came in talking some shit, and I knew he was gonna come in because you know I talked back to him a little bit during class because I was like, "Today's the day, bitch." <laughs> and so, yeah, well, it's a fun feeling, ain't it? This ain't is, it? This so is he came, he I had my back to him. And he came in like, "Where's Ron? Well, fuck that!" Da, da, da. And he had that momentum leaning over that bench, and I just took him with it. Like, come on with me on this side. It got him on his back and just wailed on his ass. And then I walked right oh. into the principal's office. And told them what I did and to call my parents. And, uh, <laughs> and, they, and I didn't get in no trouble either because my dad was looking for that kind of shit. Man. Man, it was the best feeling. And he well, made it even man. worse because I thought he I thought he would play victim and be like, he beat me up, you know, because I, I got him good till they pulled me off of him. <laughs> but instead, he wanted revenge so bad, he ran in the principal office like, I'm going to whoop your ass. And I was like, see what I'm dealing with? You see what I'm going through every day in class? <laughs> this motherfucker needs some, he needs some help, okay? He needs, yeah, he needs some therapy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I never, I didn't have it in, I didn't have it in school. I didn't have that in school. I was just, I didn't, I didn't have that. I didn't when did have, you start? Uh, 18. Okay. And Mark was 13. We were yeah. five years apart. Well, Mark started because I started and I talked my parents into letting him start. Yeah, because my mom was totally She wasn't going to let him start. Cause Mark was little. Mark was little for his height, for his age. Yeah. Um, because I was very tall, and it didn't. It wasn't. It didn't seem to make sense to them, but that I was so tall, and Mark was. So I'm like, that's just now. It's like, well, that's just a genetic lottery, right. <laughs> you know. But I was also very skinny, and Mark's not, you know. And then, now Mark's like an average height guy, and I'm I'm a taller guy. Mark's Mark's a lot more muscular than I am. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it just didn't make sense. So they were like, Mark, Mark, Mark shouldn't be, but Mark is in, Mark is in, and this is just not me bragging my brother. This is true. Mark could have been an elite level athlete if he wanted to. Because Mark is a very good athlete. He could have been an elite level. He was, how old were you when you started, how old were you when you started dunking? Not too far after that. I don't think I was like 15, 16. Yeah. He was like five, five. Yeah, or I can get out here dating Rachel Bush, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or I could have been the lead level athlete. I I probably could have been too, but I wasn't even. To me, that was inconceivable. It, well, <laughs> it was never. It was never a thing that was pushed in the family. Nah, like to be. Nah. Athlete. It was. It was inconceivable. I just read a lot of Isaac Asimov and. <laughs> Yeah. And Stephen <laughs> King, and and so when I started martial arts at eighteen, I told them to uh, to let Mark. Now Mark didn't train the way I trained because Mark was still in school, high school, and you were the you were the trainer on the football. Well, Mark played football <laughs> till you almost got your biceps separated, and then it's you stopped still, playing football. Like yeah, you still got to a day, It still has. <laughs> I still have a separation. You can't yeah. here. But there's still a separation. Yeah. And then you became the man. You became the manager. So Mark always had other stuff going on. All I had was it was work at that time, school and martial arts. 
So I just devoted, I was training all the time, all the time, all the time. Bruh, I used to sit and think in my mind like, oh, I'm going to get these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to run up on these motherfuckers in the club and I'm going to get these motherfuckers. Once I, once I finish this book. Yeah. And then I think I ran up on my high school bully once. I was out on a date. I went to go see, I remember, I went to go see uh, Janet Jackson's Velvet Rope Tour. This was years later. I was uh, in my 20s, and I ran up on my high school bully. I don't know if any of you have ever done that, run up on your high school bully. But you feel the same. We were in gyms. Gyms is like a velvet rope tour. Gyms is the, yeah, the velvet rope tour. Yeah, that's how long ago that was. Usher, was the, opening, tour. <laughs> Usher was the opening act. <laughs> that's how long ago that was. Janet Jackson's velvet rope tour, and Usher was opening act. I can't remember the girl's name. I can't remember. I can tell you she's a beautiful Mexican girl, but I can't remember her name. I can see her face, but I can't remember her name. And uh, was we were eating Bernie? in gyms, and I, we were walking to the parking lot, and uh, uh, John Woods, I, yeah, he was he was one of my high school bullies. He hollered at me, is that Brother Randolph? And I was like, no, no, <laughs> Brother Randy. Is that Brother Randy? And Brother. I was like, what? He became very religious. <laughs> I wanted to kick his ass right there. <laughs> I wanted to kick his <laughs> How ass. How dare you become? I wanted to kick his ass right there. <laughs> cheek. You, know, you run <laughs> up on your high school bully, and now he's a fucking goddamn pastor. <laughs> he didn't go see the Velvet Rope show, though, right? Like no, he no. He was just he was coming from a revival thing. He was talking about some souls got saved tonight, brother. I was at the I was like, uh, Kirk Franklin Are you, Is your soul about to be saved? Because I'm about to kick your ass. <laughs> Man, this one make a good like sitcom episode. You're about to kick your ass. Yo, you know, I'm I, sure. I'm Her name was Diana. I remember Diana asked me, "Who's this guy?" I was did like, you wait? Did you give him like I'll a really you, firm handshake? Like you just squeeze a little bit? I didn't even shake his hand. Oh, okay. I didn't shake his hand. I, <laughs> you know, I believe that because like her just when I was in uh, middle like middle school, elementary school, they they would do stuff like that where the Janet Jackson tour or Snoop or whoever would be around and they would have a opposing revival service somewhere around that area too. So I could so we popping out of a sensual ass tour. Yeah. Run right. into this nigga that 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 took your revenge from you. Right. He <laughs> took it right from me. I was like, I'm in position now. He's a dude, he jumped on me in a bathroom at the skating rink. He broke my glass, he punched me in the mm. face and broke my glasses. Jesus. Mm. Right I remember that night. For that, yeah, you were very young. I came into the bathroom and you told me to leave. Yeah, you were very. I didn't want you to be a part of it because you were very. I was young. like, I told you to get. I think I, mean, I, I was think like you left with tears in your eight. eyes. I think I you think left I was with tears like maybe eight or nine. You were very young. I told you to get out of here because I didn't want you to be a part of it. Yeah, him and his but And you know why they hemmed me up? Here's the thing. Uh, as as nerdish and stuff as I was, I always had a girlfriend. This is why girl. I don't understand these little nerds. What's that? It's always a girl. I don't, I've never understood these nerds who were like, I can't get no girl. I was like, I did fine. <laughs> and I was. You're not the norm. I was very nerdish. I did fine. <laughs> I didn't. I've never understood. That. I've never understood that. And it, yeah, but you've been, you've been around nerds who can't talk to girls. Because they, yeah, that's, that's the thing. You can't talk to girls. Don't put it on being a nerd. It's you. Right. <laughs> it's you. You got nothing else to talk about. That's what so it is. I, I read, I read, I read comic up. books. 
I watched sci-fi. I read sci-fi books. I was very smart, and I did just fine. And at that age, it's a bunch of people into a bunch of shit that's awkward around girls. That's right. the awkward so, around right. girls' age. Fun. Yeah, motherfuckers be holding that shit against women their whole life. I'm like, nigga, everybody like, was whack at sixteen. This is fucking weird. And I did fine with all kinds of girls from right. from nerd girls like me to popular girls. I did fine with all of it. I was like, I don't understand what y'all's problem is because <laughs> I. That's I've Mark never did very Mark did very girls. well with little girls. <laughs> never been awkward around girls. I don't understand. Like I don't. Maybe it's our parents. I don't know. But we did just. I think. Fun. I think what it is is that you're awkward around people, right? But you well, want to be yeah. in the presence of girls. Yeah. So you, in your mind, think I'm just awkward around girls, but you're probably just awkward around everybody because you're. I just could a be weird it because we weren't. And we also, like that. y'all, y'all saw our aunt. We're not awkward around people. That's it's also the entitlement, though. Yeah, because they feel yeah. entitled to girls liking them in a way yeah, that that's, yeah, if that's they probably. were around a bunch of football players and they were awkward and none of the guys fucked with them, they'd be like, "Well, that's they're football players, of course not." Yeah, but if Ooh. girls don't like them, it's like, "Bitch, you owe me your pussy. Yeah. What's wrong with you?" Yeah. And I often tell people <laughs> that the the thing that uh, someone who's popular doesn't like would be someone that they deem less than a nerd or something like that getting girls. They hate that. Guys, they hate that. That's what this thing about, oh, I'm an alpha male and he's a beta male. That's what that's all about. I'm like, you don't even know what an alpha really is. You know what an alpha male really is? An alpha male is looks after everyone in their circle. That's what an alpha male does. And listens to everybody in their Every, circle. Everybody and takes that advice believes, from everybody in their circle. Everybody that believes male, in that alpha male shit is always a beta male. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They don't understand. They don't understand. If you watch a wolf troop, you'll understand what an alpha really does. A true alpha. alpha. Even walk in the front. They walk in the middle to make sure that the people in the back are fine. And the people like you send the betas out in the front. Get your ass up there and walk that point. An alpha male will walk up to a tree full of vultures and start shaking it. <laughs> get the fuck out of here vultures don't you know no, I'm an the, alpha? the alpha will send a beta to do that hey man go over there and shake alpha, that tree. alpha males aren't reading books about how to be an alpha male. you know what's funny <laughs> is is we have a uh, a thing at my gym where uh i've started the saying i'm like an alpha male doesn't have to tell you He's an, he's an alpha male. I don't got to tell you that. You know. You know he's an alpha male. Yeah. You know, who's there, in char- you know who's in charge in this motherfucker. You know. There's a, there's, a, there's a small group of guys at my gym that proclaim themselves alpha males, and they talk about how they're alpha males. And then there's the alpha males at the gym that are like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Small group of guys talking about their alpha males ain't getting nam pussy. <laughs> that's uh, that's for sure. Y'all niggas having weekly meetings. Yeah, yeah. Nam pussy. What's funny is that I don't even go into all that definition of ma- what kind of male. Like I think all that shit is a little bit silly to some extent. Like it's it's kind of like people taking that's how an alpha male thinks. Yeah, it's kind of like people taking type A, type B personalities and like. But then extending it to gender as opposed to just like some people. Let me, let me are, tell you something. Let me tell you something, Rod. Let me just tell you something. You're an alpha male. Yeah, <laughs> just, that's how I, I, I hear. I hear what y'all saying. Yeah, I'm, you just I'm just are. saying. I, I don't. Everybody on this podcast that. is an alpha male. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just saying. I don't walk it. around. I don't want <laughs> walk around thinking about that. 
No, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do whatever the you, fuck I want to do. But that's, that's what makes you an alpha male. Day, right? <laughs> that's what makes you an alpha male. Like so, it's so it's so so like it's so wild thinking how much time has been dedicated to. Okay, if I think this, if I do this thing, if I make this, just do what you want to do. Yeah. Right. And that's what makes you an alpha male. I don't even say that. Like trying to curry favor or being yeah, it's yeah. just the truth of it. We're we are all alpha men. I don't say that with uh I also don't say that with any um brag braggadociously, right, nor shyness about it. It just is what it is, man. We're just our, me and Mark's father is very much an alpha male. And if you go to our house, our mother's pretty much in charge of a lot of shit. <laughs> That's just how it goes, man. Mm -hmm. This is her space. So she's in charge. That's right. what an alpha male does. This is your space. You are in charge. You, you think I would ever in my right mind try to tell Andy anything about electronics or anything like that? A beta yeah. male, a beta male trying to be an alpha male will. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> hey man, you should do this or you should do that. Why would I do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like to uh, that's nothing. I don't like to categorize that, that stuff that stuff either. Like you're just a who you are, but um because that whole world, that's that, even that terminology has been sort of tainted at this point by exactly. those people, by those yeah. mother motherfucking betas. Yeah. I didn't like before, but before five years ago, when this became a thing, none of us were walking around saying, "Am I alpha? Are you alpha?" And like that's right. not a thing that we had to. We never that was not never a measuring stick. Because you're and, alpha, you don't think about it. <laughs> well, yeah, but that you weren't even that was not a category to be in. It, it's just become a thing in the last few years for these alfalfa males, the, the well, nerds. It, it, <laughs> it was always a category. It just wasn't defined. It is a category. It's always been a category, like you're saying. It's yeah. always been a category. It just wasn't, nobody was talking about it. Biologically, yeah. it's, all, it's always been a category. Because like, if you, it's just that thing. If you are talking about it, you're not it. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, who do, like, I remember when uh, it started popping on the internet probably like 10 years ago on message boards. And people be like, yeah, man, read this. I'm like, I'm not reading any of this shit. Why would I you read, read that? I don't need to read shit? it. <laughs> you read all this shit? Like, why would you need to do that? Yeah, man, go to this pickup artist board. Why? Why would you do that? Wow, That's such yeah. a waste of time. It's kind of entertaining. Because it makes you feel good about yourself. Well, I mean, well, hold on. Right for, now, uh, a label to apply to yourself. Again, alpha males don't need labels. Now, Ramon, I remain. I'll give you that. If it's entertaining, that's different. But it if you it. like really reading this shit, like I gotta wear this kind of clothes, something wrong with you, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, because it's, it's it's very entertaining it outside of it. Like I, I definitely watched a couple of them pickup artist shows and laughed at like, look at these fucking. Well, those are funny because you know who that because you know who that guy is. <laughs> funny You've goes along with real life, but yeah. I'm laughing at you. I ain't laughing with you, right? And also <laughs> like, like motherfucker wearing a cheetah fucking top hat. Like, look at this. Asshole, <laughs> you got nothing to talk about. He's like my my favorite parts of those uh, those PUA message boards is just that I know that nigga. I've seen him right. in high school and in college, and now I'm watching a version of him be 27 and upset that women ain't talking to him. Right, and it's like because of the same reason they weren't talking to you in high school, man. Like, right. You got to neg. You need to neg a woman and shit like that. Right. You, you oh, just, you, yeah. You just can't just talk to them normally. It's got to be a whole thing when they when when the women come around. Period. And that's that's the benefit to us men when we right. realize who they are. Like because our I don't say our survival, mm -hmm. but like we're thinking about how 
we want women around us, whether it's, okay, we like them, we want them to right. just be around, but we want them around and they're stopping it from happening. So right. you know that dude. And yep. we stop hanging with them. We push him to the side, we watch him go from girl to girl in the club and get turned down and then stay in the club like it's going to be real girls coming. They all know you're here, man. And like, all, all that are. does, though, is 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 ultimately increase their hostility toward women. Yes, because mm -hmm. what these guys do, it's like, OK, here's the pickup artist said, if I walk up to a girl and say this, but it's still your awkward self saying that it's like taking a brand new comic and saying, do this Chris Rock joke and you'll get laughs. Right. No, they won't because they'll like, say it as an awkward open micer. Just right. these guys like, they, they're like I'm going to pick up the girls and I'm going to learn all these things and go to the club or the bar and, and strike out over and over again. That's just going to make them more hostile because it's like, well, I had the secret and it didn't work. Right. Just because you're wearing a velvet beret doesn't make you confident. Right. What, I, what like, I can tell you is I can tell you how to be more confident in yourself. Tricks like, hey, how about this? How about when you meet the girl, you don't run off at the mouth about yourself. You ask her some questions and draw her out and get her to let her talk yeah. about herself. How about, why don't you try that shit? You know? Also, who wants the woman that if you say some shit like, wow, are you going to wear that? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants her? Oh, my God, I got to give you some pussy. Who wants her? That's a loser woman, dude. Right. Beta right, girl. Right. I wouldn't want no woman that would fall for one of these motherfuckers who calls themselves an album. Right. Why would I want that? Yeah. What kind of meat cute is that shit? Yeah, man. Right. I thought that she was kind of fat to be out at the club this late. And uh, that's how I met your mama. So... <laughs> <laughs> you see she ain't fat right now you see that right yeah you know 20 years later we happy fuck out of here <laughs> fuck that you know alpha alpha males i still think back sometimes i'm like i'd like to beat the shit out of that person i still think about that sometimes oh you're, old, you're bully it never le it never leaves you man i kind of want to yeah. see you do it, it never leaves you <laughs> I want to see. I want to see him, but not. I don't even want him to fight back. I want him to be preaching in the class. Beat up the pastor. You just beat. You just go. You just go to church. Interrupt everything. Start whooping his ass and going. You know what you did. You know what you did. Beat up the pastor. Now you sit there through the whole. You did all this over Sheila Stevens. You motherfucker. <laughs> Mother, Have I ever told you all my fear. first week of uh, middle school? Mm -mm. No, did you get it? Because you were short. Mm. You know? yeah. Did you get it okay. then? So my first week of middle school, um, standing in lunch line, the it was what? Sixth grade. Okay, so I'm in the sixth grade. And middle school for us in Texas was sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. So I'm in the sixth grade. And eighth grader comes up. And we're in the lunch line. Eighth grader comes in, cuts the line, gets in front of me, and tells me, uh, you need to step back, you, you little nigger. Now, you said that with the hard R. Yeah, race, what race was the person that said that? Mexican. Mm, okay. That's what I... Okay. Thank you. So... He stand. He goes in. He says, "You need to stand back, little nigger. I'm I'm the eighth grader. I get to go first. And I already had my lunch tray. Back then, the lunch trays were made out of metal. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm holding my lunch tray and I was like, oh yeah. And I've already started martial arts training at this point. So let me just say that. So at this point I was like, oh yeah, fuck no. And I took my lunch tray and went upside his head with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh um, do it. Bing, that bing sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bing. Oh, he, bing. he was not excited. Hey, so you be safe, honey. And um of course, got in trouble. All right. Uh so went to the office and everything like that. They called my dad. And at the time, my dad was still in the military, drill sergeant. And having my dad come into the office in full fatigues with the Mm. drill sergeant hat, Mm. freaking, that fucking put me in a mood that I was like, oh shit, just got real. And I like just started breaking down and my dad talked to all the administrators and everything like that. And we got into the car. He hadn't said one word to me at all. And we were in the car and we were driving home and he would go and he said, so I understand that somebody mouthed off to you. I was like, yes, sir. And you handled it. And I was like, yes, sir. And he's like, all right. Don't have me come to the they school. They dapped you up. <laughs> yeah, he, goes, he said, don't have me come to the school again. And I was like, yes, sir. And then he said, we won't tell your mom. And I was like, okay. <laughs> because in all my dad's masculinity and and just roughness the thing I was most scared of was that he was going to tell my mom and then what would she do uh, ask what been coming yeah. let me tell you this my, my dad has never my dad has never laid a hand on me yeah I believe my mom on the other hand yeah he believes in the asshole <laughs> yeah yeah, it's mom. wrong, but it's wrong. By the way, no, yeah. Dick is not. It's definitely wrong, but <laughs> it's very much. It's very much wrong. But why is always the story with the mom? Like my dad was rough too, but like his was sparse. His was worse, but it was sparse. My mom was like was like speak by the upper combos. <laughs> my, my, my mom whooped you. First of all, she never wanted to whoop you, so if she had to do it. She was angry. She had to do it. Cause it always meant my dad wasn't around or something. What's always funny is that you really didn't have to do this. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. You, you know, I'm speaking the parlance of those. Yeah, you really didn't have to do this. But, uh, yeah, my mom you chose to do this. I think one, what they lack in strength, they make up for in intensity. Yes, yes. yes. That's number one. Another thing, I think, if you're a boy child, that you tend to forget is that women constantly live in pain. Yeah. Ever since you were born, you were the most painful thing that happened to your mom. Yeah. So the level of pain that they are living in compared to the 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 the, the level that you live is not going to match up. So what yeah. they consider to be enough is way beyond your yeah. enough. It's you know never enough. Yeah. Like my dad always like if he hit you, it was always like one he was a uh, he always gave you a talk. Like he never my dad ne- 
I knew some people yeah. house, and I, I I get that you shouldn't hit your kids, all right. But I knew that some some people house. I, me and my brother be like, that's just abuse. You don't even know why you got hit. Like, <laughs> like they just walked in the living room and smacked you across the hall. That's not that's not any level of a lesson to be learned. But my dad would give you like these lectures and all this shit, and then you get your whooping, and you get another lecture, and then you probably get another talk a couple of days later without a whooping. You know that kind of thing. My mom, she just, it's like, you've made me mad enough to hit you. Mm-hmm. You about to get a whooping. And then it might be with a motherfucking switch, a uh, belt, anything. So it was some real shit going there. You don't want your mama's whooping. Yeah, that's some real shit about that. Because, like, my, like, whenever my mom would whoop my ass, every once in a while, I'd be like, this, this, this feels like this is for dad. Mm-hmm. And, and, not, and not for me. Like, like the, first, the, the first two hits, maybe three, okay, yeah, it's my fault. Them six, six to nineteen. I was like, okay, look, right. Yeah. What, what did dad do? Like you working out something personal <laughs> about all the ways that life has blocked you as a black woman, and I and I I totally support you. Please, You're like I wish it didn't look like him. Yeah, yeah. so that's I'm man. I'm well, just time, looking the way you do. <laughs> one time, a dude. My mom has this thing. She had surgery on her net on her voice box when she was a kid, so she talks. Kind of like Mark Simpson. Yeah. Um, and this kid was this nerd, this fucking a fellow nerd betrayed me on the bus and was talking shit about my mom's voice. And of course, we was in a black neighborhood, so it was a black bus. So y'all yeah, know how yeah. that goes. It, you got yeah, you whoa. gotta do something. Yeah, you gotta do something. We was on the way to school, and this motherfucker was talking that shit. And I told him basically shut the fuck up or whatever. And he tried to turn around and then they hyped him up like, no, nah, man, you're going to take that. And so he turned around and started talking shit back to me. I said, brother, when we get off this fucking bus, it's over for you. I don't know why you're doing this for these people. But when we get off this fucking bus, I'm going to destroy you. And I got off the bus and we was in the same class in like fourth or fifth grade. We head into the trailer and it's like the ghost of women's past talked to me and said, Rod, don't do this. <laughs> Just go to class, eat this shit. You, is, you, you're off the bus. There's no excuse. He didn't touch you. Your dad going to whoop you if he find out you got in a fight. And I started walking past the uh, bathroom to go to the class. And the older boys pulled me in the bathroom and was like, y'all said y'all going to fight. Now, either you going <laughs> to fight. Or y'all, or, or somebody getting their ass would be either we gonna whoop your ass, or y'all gonna fight each other. <laughs> Look, I'm we're like, in the presence of urinals. All right, fights have to happen. Right, and this dude's name is Lavar, right, fellow nerd. I said, Lavar, we don't have to do this. This little motherfucker punched me, bro. Yeah, now now you have to do it. <laughs> I had to. Yeah, I, to I lost it for a second, man. I, I beat that kid real, real, real bad. Like, yeah, I told you good. It, it was real bad. I won't. <laughs> I won't repeat all the graphic parts of it, but it was suffice it to say, real, real, real. Did bad. he cry? Was he crying at the end? He was. Yeah, he was crying and bleeding. And <laughs> I get. I go to for. I go to, to the trailer. And you know, and everybody's congratulating me. By the way, like, <laughs> and I'm just like, get off me. Get the fuck like this isn't even about that. Like I'm probably gonna get in trouble now. I get yeah. into class, but about five minutes past, cause we're in the same class. Bell rings, <laughs> five more minutes class. They call out the motherfucking roll. This nigga ain't here. Ten minutes past. I'm like, did I kill him? He was what embarrassed. He was Bruh, embarrassed. 
uh, kill Mrs. the spirit, Mrs. Mrs. Jones. Um, you have Roderick Morrow in class. Oh, you don't no. need to see him in the office. He, he ran and told it. You killed him. He ran Bruh. and told it. You broke his spirit. He was, he was fucked up. He had knots all on his head, bleeding <laughs> and shit. I got a paddling from the fucking office. Yeah, that's that down uh, south shit. Then I got a then I got a school suspension. Oh, uh, the paddling was funny because dude said, Mr. Clausen, he said, Principal Clausen said, How many licks you want? I said, Zero. <laughs> Is that an option? <laughs> like, look, he said, Well, I'm gonna give you, I gotta hit you at least once. Like, you got to do shit. You don't but... gotta do nothing. <laughs> he was well, like, I really I don't want to hit you. He was like, I can either call your parents. I, I said, Go ahead and hit me, man. Just let's just do this. And so he hit me, and then uh he gave me bus suspension. I mean, I can't I can't ride the bus for three days, mm. and I'm only in fourth grade, so I don't even know shit about playing hooky or nothing. And uh it was a Friday. So I went home. I uh partied that weekend, bro. Mom, we went to the <laughs> park, we had ice cream. I, I had a good time. It's like that. Weekend. It's like that scene in Goodfellas where he's like, "Now take me to jail." Yeah, <laughs> like, ass party. I told my parents that shit Sunday night. <laughs> oh, by the way, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna need a ride to school tomorrow. They said for what? And I said, "Oh, uh, you know, I forgot." Then they was like, "No, you didn't." And I explained to them what happened, and I was hoping they'd be on my side, but there was my dad was like, "No." You know you didn't have to fight that boy. Yeah, somehow it's always your fault, ain't it? Yeah, you know you had to fight him. That the uh, just because someone picked on your mom's voice, that's not an excuse. And he was teaching me a lesson, which is it is true to this day that you still control your actions, even when you think it's justified. But uh, yeah, but yeah. sometimes you get sometimes you got to throw them things, man. And that's and you know what? And the co- pay the consequences, and <laughs> I paid them consequences sometimes that night, bro. You, sometimes you got to throw them things, man. Uh, yeah, that's that's. I got, uh, I I got a, I got suspended for three days, and so uh, in school or out of school, out of school. Mm. So I uh, basically what happened? My damn dog done knocked over my light. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But basically, what happened was the uh, I would wake up in the morning and act like I was getting ready to go to school. And then my parents would go to work <laughs> and then I would just stay home. And my dad was in on it and he was just like, just don't, don't answer the phone. Mm. Don't do anything. Don't go outside. Keep your ass in the house, you know, cause he don't need neighbors seeing me around the house. Right. Yeah. And Yvonne, I saw you. I saw Mark home today. Why did I see Mark home? You yeah, basically, yeah. Right, so. and, and and if your dad got caught, he would be like, "I'm not going to nothing." <laughs> right, you are on your own. This is Mission Impossible. Yeah, that, and that's what my dad. that's what my dad told me. Was <laughs> if you get caught, you're on your own. <laughs> Don't cook anything that's going to smell up the house. He disavowed you like a CIA agent and shit. (laughs) Burn notice. (laughs) I was like, all right. You're doing low crawls across the living room floor (laughs) just to walk across the house. He taught me very early how to be very. When I did, we had seniors. We had senior skip day. They called. They called. They called him. Cause that's the phone number I left with them. Emergency number, call this one. That's how they did with senior skip day. They just called. They called parents. If you skip out, we're gonna call you. Like yeah. half the senior class skipped out. Went to this guy Victor's. 
his parents had a house out in Kerrville, out in the country. We went to his house, his parents, his parents' place, and uh, had a party. And uh, they called my dad. My dad was like, yo, skip today? I was like, yeah, man, I see you skip today. Oh, okay. That was <laughs> I said, I said, how'd you, did they call you something? He was like, yeah, they called. You know, I told him, okay. Whatever. <laughs> Here was my dad's thing. Okay. And your grades are good and you don't cause any trouble. You're not breaking the law. You're not doing anything wrong. So, eh, I don't care. Yeah, I was already working then. Did so. you get caught? My dad was, well, my dad was, I was like, I was already working. So I was going to graduate. Right. And I already had a job. And I'd already got accepted in the University of Texas in uh, San Antonio, USA. So he didn't care. Uh, (laughs) He he didn't care. He was like, oh, here's the thing. The only time I've ever been caught doing anything wrong was Mm. my dad caught me doing wrong. He He was pretty lenient. Yeah, and the one time my dad caught me doing wrong was because I had my girlfriend over at the house in the summer while my parents were gone, and my dad decided he was going to come home early, and he caught us in the bedroom. Oh, oh he liked my girlfriends. He never, he never got mad when he caught me with mine. Oh, no, <laughs> when he caught you in the bedroom, did he actually walk into the bedroom? He liked my girlfriends. That's the thing. He didn't get mad. He walked into the bedroom. He goes, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know I'm." And then he saw what we were doing, and then he closed the door. <laughs> and then I was just like, in my mind, I was like, "Well, I might as well go ahead and finish." My girlfriend, no, nah, see, that's where I, 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 I would have never been mind. able to. No, nah, I didn't go that far. I was like, you got to get uh, dressed. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, um, that, my poor girlfriend, Rosie, had to walk by. <laughs> oh, no. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Mr. Sturdivant. <laughs> it was take, take her home, bro. I don't know if you remember Veronica. Right? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> it was Veronica. Take her home, boy. <laughs> and I went. And like I left Veronica in the room. I went to my parents' room. My dad was like, Now you know your mom would be upset, right? And I was like, Yeah. And he's like, Well, you need to go ahead. Yeah, like you say, you need to go ahead and take her home. And I was take like, Okay. Home. So took her home. <laughs> and then and, hold up. Veronica was just cool with y'all keep going. Like she wasn't no. even like, hey man, what turn, it turned weird. into rape at that point. No, <laughs> she, she, she shut it down and we stopped. Yeah. This should probably stop. Stop. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. she shut it down and we stopped. Yeah. So uh, we should stop. Shut up. Yeah, I feel like that would if she said let's keep going, you'd probably lose some respect for her at that. Right. Like, yeah, that would be or Jesus. <laughs> I tried to keep going, but no. Nah. Like, this was, ain't disgusting to you. If she was suddenly <laughs> like more on. turned on out of nowhere. Right. Like, hey, your dad we, got up back. Got, we got up and got dressed. And then and then Rosie had to do a little shame walk, which my dad kind of never let her forget, sort of. What if she would be like, let him watch? Tell him come back. <laughs> Well, this was at our uh, uh, where my bedroom was and where my parents' bedroom was. Uh, she never had to see my dad again. Like she just went straight to the front door. Yeah. And waited for me. 
And I went to my parents' bedroom, which was in the back of the house. You know, it's funny. Like Keisha's saying, I imagine that was a daughter finding his a dad finding his daughter. Here's here's the difference. That's my baby girl, man. That's that's, <laughs> that's just it's my baby girl, son. Here's the <laughs> difference. Uh, here's the difference. Patriarchy. Okay. Yeah. That's well, right. yeah. yeah. That's, that's all Randolph said. He didn't really give you a reason. It's a difference. This <laughs> is my baby girl. So. Yeah. This is like girl, right. gender in a in the world. Oh, okay. All right. Right. And also, my baby girl. Yeah. And also, and, and also, he, he didn't say anything about her. He was like, Veronica's not my baby girl, so she can do what she right. wants. Yeah. She ain't my, my baby girl. <laughs> I mean, you his baby boy, but you knew that that shit didn't matter, and he did too. Dad's not in London. I'm wondering if dads don't really. I don't have a son, so do we really call our? our do we really think of our sons as baby boys? I you don't have, know. You no. have to. Yeah, yes. Yes. I would hope so. Especially well, if they black. Well, yours is a baby, Romaine. That don't count. Man. Yours is a baby. No, especially, I, I, especially I, I, if I got a thirteen year old. Yeah, you do have a thirteen year old. That's and, true. And, they and, get, and, and I want to kick him those age. times now lately. <laughs> As soon as they get that age, they're a man. Okay. White man call you a man at that age. Yeah. That's what you're going to be. It's the worst. Well, is there an element, though, of of uh, living vicariously if you're the dad and you got a teenage kid? No. You know, not, like. Not with. I've thought about. I've actually, I've actually thought wrong. about this. That um, I remember Tony Kornheiser was talking to Ralph Wiley, the writer, and Ralph's son was graduating college. And Tony asked him if he was jealous. And Ralph said, that's a great question. These is two writers talking. So that's a great question. He was like, jealous in the jealous in the best of ways. Like he's graduated college and he's now going out on his own. That uh he gets he gets a chance to do what I did, but he gets to do it in a better position. You know, You're right. And a better time. Some so a jealous lot of times, in the be- in the best of ways. Yeah. I don't think any logical father is jealous of his son getting a little bit of a little I don't bit mean of jealous. I mean living vicariously meaning like you sort of you're you were that kid once and I like don't know like, but I I you did yeah, I don't have a I don't have a son so I don't I don't know but I don't we'll see that would feel kind of creepy to me. <laughs> all right we'll see like like you did yours we we all we were all grown folks we have we have our history but then like with with with, with my boy sometimes Man, you want to talk about PUAs, man? Sometimes I look at him and I'm like, "Do you, are you not picking up nothing I'm putting down right now, man? Are you not? Are you, are you like? Are you trying like, to teach him some lessons about the girls? The, not, not just lessons about the girls. It's not about picking them up or anything like that. It's more just like, man, you all you have to do is even to, to have the basics of respect, and a girl will smile at you. Right. But he, he don't seem to be. Not even interested, and not talking about interested as in like he has a different preference. He don't seem interested in none of it. Well, how old is at he? All. Thir- how old thirteen now. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's hey, baby, baby, he's thirteen now. Come. He might be a late bloomer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for me, I didn't. I didn't express any interest in girls till I was probably like sixteen or so. It'll come. Like, it'll come. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't right. even get a driver's license when it was time to get a driver's it'll license. I was like, for what? <laughs> my brother was like, "Nigga, you could be getting these girls." I'm like, "Why are you so pressed? They right. get girls. Okay, Let's see, play Transformers." Sixteen exactly. was the age. Pressed. Sixteen was the age for me. That was yeah. the, that was the age of the loss of virginity. That was sixteen was the age. Well, I'm not I'm not pressed yeah. for him to be any old way, but like he he 
you know, you know, when you have your little girlfriends when they're like 10, 11, 12. Yeah. And like, it's not real yet, but they're practicing on certain things that are like, this is how you talk to somebody. This the is how you, starters. The starter stuff. And like, he. I wasn't does, interested Just in does that. not. He and, just. Oh, is he goofy? Like he play with guns. You gotta learn how like, to do that, man. Play you toys know. and stuff like that. Or he, or he, uh, he done with that. But see, but see me personally, I think, and, and you want to uh, talk about the jealousy part. It's not yeah. really jealousy. It's more just like, I'm a dark skinned man. And he is, he is not. <laughs> right. So. He, well, that's, that's the shit you carrying around as Rod likes yeah. to say. That's yeah. shit you right. carrying so, around. Yeah. So, you so let I'm, that shit go. No. Okay. So, okay, so you, you think I'm, I'm thinking of, of, of like, oh, I'm dark. I, I got to work. No, I'm looking at him like, yo. Oh, nigga, you got this easy. This should not be that difficult for you, man. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> she talking to you. Seven of them just came up to you and just said you're cute, and you just went. <laughs> he literally went off you like like goofy. Yeah, I know. He don't like, know how to do it yet. Yeah. Leave the boy alone. He'll figure that, it out. He's a good looking bro. kid. So leave the boy alone. <laughs> goofy, and I was like, man, listen, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's so funny how. Uh, people do see life as protecting girls from the world, but with boys, it's like going out there and do your thing, player. Yeah, you, know, that's you don't need a, no protection. I think a part of that's a biological thing of um, boys are supposed to go out there and conquer and cast their seed. And I think part I, of I, I, think, I don't I don't want to cast seed though. He's well, protected. obviously we don't want that. No, no, I, that's he's, that's a very protect. He's already that's he's an already obvious. Protected. But there is a thing about like boys, you're on the hunt. True, true, true. You be able yeah. to hunt. It's just funny because like T.I. said that shit um, about his daughter and his son. Yep. You know, yep. I remember that shit, and I remember yep. thinking like, and that's why your family gonna be fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Look at look, look at this shit now. Like that shit is not good, bro. Like, yeah, and I don't. That's <laughs> not for me. Like, I'm not trying to go to the doctor and do hymen checks. I'm like, what kind of weird shit is right, that? That's yeah, weird, yeah. Son of a bitch. That's, that's not show. your business. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 and he said this shit, but I think a lot of people believe it, even though they haven't thought about it. A lot of people but believe said, it, dog. A he lot said something specific. It. He was like, basically, like, I check my daughter's hymen to make sure she's not having sex. He's and they was like, but bitch. you got a son. What if your son is out there? He gets somebody pregnant. He was like, well, that's that girl's problem. Like, that's And I'm like, Nigga, that's they that's, shit. That's your sure. grandbaby now. That's your that's, grandbaby now. Yeah. That's your now your 15 year old kid is a father. That's not that has no. He said my household won't change. I'm like it won't change at all. That means you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Oh, your household's about to change, motherfucker. It's if about to change a lot. If your fucking <laughs> teenage kid has a child and your household changes none, piece of shit. You no. are a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit, man. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Your household is gonna change in drastic ways. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they're I'm personally trying to do it like how my mom did it where it's like it's it's you you tell you tell you sit down with the boys and the girls and you tell them as they sit side by side this is what you two need to do this is what how what you two are going to go through mm. and like because my mom did not split us up to tell us our different things mm. she did not split us up my but she did my have like the talk with you all we had, we all had separate talks individually, but we all had to talk together. And my sister was there, and my older brother was there. So whatever my brother had to hear, whether I was old enough enough, enough to be ready for, it or my sister was, was not was irrelevant. She said everything yeah, that she had to say right there, and then was more specific to each one of us as we got older. But everything was we, women, are, you know, like the the issue of sex and sexuality was not a 
a huge deal, I right. guess, in that way. It was my more dad, just my dad was like that. Yeah, just don't don't bring no bring don't bring no kids home. As like, as we got older, it, it became don't do it to don't bring no babies home. Right. Make, be sure that in the midst of it all, have the presence of mind to, to whip out a condom. And lastly, don't bring no babies home. <laughs> like that was right. it. And you was yeah, raised in a religious household, right? Very religious. Yeah. But yet, but, but yet Jamaican Pentecostal Christians and whatnot, when as much as they get so uptight about sex, they're uptight about sex when it's outside of marriage. Once you're in a marriage or within something, oh, they're the raunchiest niggas you ever talk to. They, <laughs> they'll sit down and tell you everything. You're like eight years old. <laughs> For me, my my the start of my the start of my uh, fuck years was right at the beginning of AIDS. Mm-hmm. So condoms was drilled into us. For everybody, it was like a it was. Everybody. Did you have AIDS education in school? Yeah, it was right at the beginning of AIDS. Yeah, we had it in middle school. Prime fuck years was right at the beginning of AIDS. So that was like it was hammered it was hammered constantly aids 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 you know AIDS. not hiv just aids that's all AIDS. everybody talks about no one talked about hiv aids you know that's all everybody talked about right. so it was condom 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 which like i saw i saw some some dumbass anti-masker talking about uh i'm not gonna wear something on my face because I'm living in fear. I'm like, that's why we wore condoms. That's that's the only reason why you wear condoms, by the way. It's because you're afraid you're going to get somebody pregnant or you're afraid you're going to get something. That's the only reason you wear condoms. Yeah. <laughs> but now you don't Well, they feel mask. great, though. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you don't want to, man. You piece of shit. You know? So that's so... It was all... There we, no, had, we had there, AIDS you education. At that time, you couldn't beat... You couldn't beat around the bush with it you had if you were a responsible parent you had to be like okay <laughs> oh my parents didn't tell me shit we never yeah, learned anything this we yeah. never had to talk well they must have known you were getting it at that point job <laughs> sex education in school we had yeah but it was like the pe teacher the health like, teacher yeah it was a fucking pe like, teacher you got the health teacher doing this that it's like guy. a basketball that coach guy, you know. In middle school, we had like um, Coach Smith. I remember in middle school, there was like a little worksheet, like the, you know, fact or fiction about AIDS. And it was like uh, true or false. You can a- get AIDS from a toilet seat or you can get AIDS from drinking out of the same glass as someone and all these uh, misnomers about it to sort of educate us. And then that was like probably seventh or eighth grade and like maybe ninth grade health class, which was just the PE teacher who's just a basketball coach. There was a little bit of um you know, like sex, like anatomy kind of stuff and basic shit. We had to watch that Miracle of Birth movie. Did you guys watch that shit? Oh, you, sure. Yeah. yeah. That's that's actual birth yeah. Take place. I didn't watch that. Yeah. They, they have a, I think they have a thing where you could leave the class because it's a little bit graphic. It like shows the baby come out, you know? Oh, man. So yeah. basic shit like that. But beyond that, yeah. we were kind yeah, of. You got to be fun of in my school if you walked out on that part. Yeah, we didn't have gay? to watch it. I, I did. We did get have to watch this movie about. Uh, it was some after school special ass movie where a woman had sex with a dude that then said he had he was HIV positive or something. No, she was HIV positive. This dude oh, had yeah. sex with her anyway, and then this nigga went into the motherfucking sink, turned the water up to scalding hot, and was like burning his balls, wiping off. and And they played that shit in my class. 
That's good that showed y'all that. To be honest, well, see, I don't know what fucking movie that was. To be honest, that's that's good that showed y'all that. No, that's I'm like, watching that movie. This is like, not what to do right here. That's like when uh, that's just like when Rambo gave himself stitches. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The whole movie. Worse. And, and keep in mind, she they weren't educating us with yeah. this. The movie was basically like propaganda for this. Why you don't want to get HIV? Yeah, that's yeah. that. That's that third Rambo where he put those. He put the gunpowder in the wound and set the shit on fire. Yeah, cauterize <laughs> himself. We had those. We had those scare videos for like the war on drugs shit. Like I remember one time specifically, we were watching a video. This is like, you know, real like in the in the middle of the war on drugs, like it was ramping up and it was a guy who like they're like, this man is doing cocaine. <laughs> it shows a guy like in his house alone, just mm-hmm. snorting coke, you know, and then he just freaks out. He has like this paranoid delusion and he closes all the blinds and he's convinced that there are cops coming to get him. And he's like low crawling across his floor and peering through the blinds and all the drug movies were like that. It was show someone take a drug and then have like this crazy paranoid, like the worst reaction ever. I remember I never, I almost never raised my hand to ask a question, but I remember asking like, then why do people take drugs? Yeah. Like they never actually <laughs> told us like, there's a, like there are reasons that people do this. Cause it always seemed like drugs are like a hundred percent negative, terrible. You right. almost die every time. I'm like, there's got to be a reason people are doing this. They never actually yeah. address why Those does this guy have videos where they make it seem like you're going to get to middle school and they're going to fucking give you a crack enema in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Like, they that doesn't us, they, make they any sense. Those, they never they mentioned that people, and, uh, people no one use drugs. Them. People use yeah. drugs for an escape. People are, are sort of treating a, a condition that they have. Uh, they're sort of self-medicating. There was never any, like, depth to it. It was just like, this man did cocaine and now he's crazy. It was like reefer yeah. madness. Mm-hmm. They don't really talk about like, well, what motivated that? Why is he in his house doing coke by himself? Like, yeah, none. They would show them to us. None of us ever bought the drug ones. That's the thing. I was like, I don't know anybody that these movies worked on. They worked they, on me, Randolph. God, they, they, I they admit it. I have never done drugs to this day, and it's all because those fucking stupid ass come fucking. Propaganda machines. Hey, kid, want to fly? Courtney, you and I are about the same age. We had the D.A.R.E. program. Again, didn't work. It worked on me. Scared the shit out of me. I've never done drugs a day in my life. Ah. I mean, I have uh, partaken in things. So when you know when people start saying, well, where do you say that that first statement? I've never done it. Well, I mean, I've... It's not like a lie. He, I felt like he was about to pull out a bong right as he said that shit. Yeah. I mean, stuff that's grown from the earth. I mean, what do we call it? Like, drugs? It's natural, bro. It's Define, like it comes what, out of the ground. What is your definition of drugs, you drugs? Means, drugs means you've got to do mixture. You got to do like flasks and shit. You got to yeah. burn right. shit. You're flask and Bunsen yeah, burners. And oh, I tell I people, that, I used to tell people all the time, like, just say no worked for me. Like, I, I yeah. it really. It was drilled into me that drugs drugs are bad and you shouldn't do them. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm not going to do drugs. And I never did drugs. I feel sad that it worked because, you know, I hate that I was <laughs> that fucking mind controlled at that young age. I was just like, yeah, I guess drugs are bad. And I just went yeah. off and did some other shit. Also, it, it, though, it worked for a little bit on me. Yeah. And then it did not. <laughs> Just say maybe. But, uh, but are we years. really partaking in drugs, Romaine? Is it really a drug? Is it? It's. I mean, I say the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. If it comes from the ground, that'll count. 
I don't know. Tanya, I, I do remember that, Tanya, that Helen Hunt, because I was a big Helen Hunt fan, still am. Tanya said Helen there's Hunt. a Helen Hunt after school special I where remember she takes it. angel dust and freaks out. I remember well, I was angel a big dust, Helen Hunt fan. Even then, I was a big Helen Hunt fan. I remember it. Yeah, it was angel dust, though. Oh, that's <laughs> on, by the way, it's on YouTube, guys. That's what's supposed to happen when you take angel dust. And why would you why would you give don't take dust? Why would you have Helen Hunt do it, who's a beautiful actress that would make me want to do drugs? Why not Roseanne Barr or somebody where I'd be like, ugh, drugs do all that? No thanks. If I if I've learned anything about drugs after dare, is that drug drug users are some of the nicest people Mm. I've met. They're, They're ready to share it. We really keep do. saying drugs. Are we talking depends. about what? Are it also about? depends on which drugs, because that ain't true of all. Look, can I, we I, stop I, saying I, drugs? Some <laughs> drugs, some drugs are nice and shareable, and for the happy people. Mm-hmm. And some drugs are. Where's my VCR? Yeah. Well, okay, that's true. No, when when, it, when the addiction hits, it's where's my VCR. But when they got it, they're always like, so "You want to hit?" And like, "No, thank you." And they respect that too. They be like, "No, thanks." So I'm like, "Okay, cool." And they'll hit the whole thing. Up. More for them. Like, more right. for me. I've had people offer me cocaine. I'm like, I'm not doing no cocaine. And they're like, "Hey, man, oh, it's all good." And that's it. I've never. There's never oh, been yeah, a yeah, come sure. on, man. You know what people people think you're going to judge them, and if you just give them a nice no thank you, they'll be like, oh, okay, this is a judgment free zone. Because they sat through the dare class too, and they have a hang up. Yeah. Even though they're doing drugs, they don't want to be looked down upon because we all went to that fucking class. You know, you well, don't also even have the, to say nothing. You can just do one of these. And they'll be off. like, all right. <laughs> right, one of those. No, thank you. Also, the, Not the, me. The, I pull the out drug- a Bible. I pull out a Bible and start slowly <laughs> shaking my head. I start be, humming Negro spirituals. You better be careful. Somebody, someone takes that first Corinthians out and rolls it into a <laughs> J. I'm like, the, uh, the just say no era, though, also, like, there weren't drugs around in my town. People drank heavily on weekends at high school parties and shit. But drugs were not even really. There was like a handful of people who maybe smoked weed, and there was like a rumor that a couple guys did acid. Y'all didn't have any black community. They were trying uh, to break. So, well, the thing is, though, right <laughs> after that, I graduated high school in '92, right? <laughs> <laughs> right after that, like '93, Snoop Dogg has giant marijuana leaf on his shirt, and he has, you know, right. it's like very open. And like, I just missed that next wave of like, oh, we're open about drug use again. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to someone in like '96, '97 who went to my old high school, and she said that they routinely would just bring dogs and sniff people's lockers, just walk up and down the halls because there's so many drug users in school. And I was like, oh, okay, I must have just missed that point where it came back. I remember being a little bit shocked when Snoop Dogg and that whole era, like people were just so open about their drug use. Cause I was like, wait a minute, guys, drugs are bad. Don't you know that? <laughs> it helps. To do it drugs. also helps not being too cool. Cause yeah. I wasn't in with the kids that smoked. So it was like, you know, I wouldn't even know where to get the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I didn't know anyone. I wouldn't have known. If someone asked me like, Hey, can I, where can I buy weed? I'd be like, I have no idea what you're But talking. see, but it was always the drinkers who were the assholes, though. You don't drink. Yeah, I agree. Drink. Always. You don't drink. You don't always. Drink. Fighting. Yep. Pushing, pushing liquor on you. Molesting girls. Always yep. the drinkers. Always. And then what's crazy, though, is... An alcohol and, thing and shit without you even noticing yeah. it. Or, or, or like, just, just spike, spiking the punch. Spike the punch. If someone gives you an edible, like, it's telling you, hey, man, this got a little something. Here's a, here's one without, and here's one with. Which one you want? Okay, here you go, brother. That's, they, they don't, they're not trying to spike you. They're not trying to do anything weird. Like, I, it's, it's it's always been strange how that's the story, but they're, they're, there's no dare for alcohol, for real. They'll just tell kids, don't drink, 
when you're underage, and they leave it at that, and they walk and away. I, I don't know about y'all's neighborhood, but mm-hmm. my neighborhood was black, so uh, you know, in my neighborhood, I was one. I, they knew I was known to be a, the nerd, you know, a nerd. So if I was around some people about to get into some shit, they'd be like, "Go and get out of here, man." <laughs> You know what I mean? They'd be like, all right, all right, we got the right. We got the, all right, Rod, it's time for you to go, bro. I got that a lot, too, because I was a nerd. Yeah. But you know you're going to meet somebody. Same for you, brain. Go on. Yeah. You're gonna, we, we know you're trying to be somebody and shit. Yeah. Wait. That, that, report card. So, so, so wait a minute. That, that didn't break through. After all that there, you hang up with them like, hey, man, we know that you don't do this. We, we care about your future, man. So you going home. And then we they gonna smoke. smoke. And then they smoke. Yep. And then they yeah. turn around and the school tells you, see them niggas that just cared about your future? Fuck them. Right, fuck <laughs> those guys. I got a lot of that too. I got a lot of that. But I think that's why I grew up not being one of those, you know, those blacks. You know, those blacks. <laughs> you know the ones. <laughs> they picked on me when I was. I was just like, nah, man. They love. They showed me love. I showed. I said, I'm the same way. I'm like, they showed me love. I don't know what y'all's except for yeah. John. Except for John Woods. Other than yeah. that, I can't relate to. I can't relate to the like. Black people ass. are terrible, and they want to see you fail, and they yeah. Uh, no, I, I never got that. Yeah, even the drug dealers in the Bronx, there was someone crack on the corner. But if you if the kids were showing up, if there were kids around, like man, the school bus is here, man, stop doing this shit. Right. Hey, man, you and then when you walking past, is, is your head in the books? Make sure you keep your head in the books. Right. How's your grades looking? And it's like you were just selling. I saw you selling crack from the school bus, but yeah. So if you don't want to work for me, then you yeah. get, get, your, get your grades up. Like and when then, you out there with them, it's like they low key disappointed. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I guess you're gonna be selling drugs with us. All yeah. right, <laughs> okay. Let's watch this a- uh, Helen Hunt clip. By the way, mm-hmm. this is an after school special from the '70s, maybe. <laughs> Helen Hunt on crank. A shotgun and crank. Who does that? That was a hit. Okay. These are girls in like the high school bathroom. Shout out to diversity for hiring the one Asian girl. (laughs) Shout out to the casting director. That was very forward thinking. But Asian people don't do crank. No, they don't do crank. That's far too many motherfuckers smoking weed out in the open. Well, they're about to get caught. And he passing two joints in the school bathroom. That's dang. Come on, for anniversary. Oh, this is Helen Hunt with her with her boyfriend, I guess. Yeah, cute as hell. He was like trying crank, to get her. Do uh... this crank for our anniversary. She's girl. aging like she's a black woman, by the way. She still kind of looks like that. Yeah, she looks Mind her business. Doesn't it affect everybody different? Start small. This is just like licking the bowl after mom makes chocolate cake. What? You'll be straight by the next one. What? Smoothest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's like licking a bowl after a chocolate cake. You know, it's just like that. Come on, Jane Mary. Oh, this is back to the bathroom scene. This is the teacher catches eight girls doing drugs. By the way, why are these girls these girls freaking the fuck out? A teacher just walked in. None of us are involved. Nobody's trying to throw the shit in the toilet or <laughs> waving their arms around like this, trying to get the smoke they're, away. They're white. They're white girls. Yeah. <laughs> white don't crank. Tandy. There's no consequences for them. Good girl. Come on, Leaf Garrett. What are you doing? Come are you on. sure it's okay? Just snort it. Girl, just do the crank. Trust me. Okay, no biggie. He saw it. They're only Jays. Back to the girls in the bathroom. She means grass. Marijuana. Oh, okay. The girls in the bathroom are smoking marijuana. Okay. Right. Helen, grass. boyfriend is trying to get grass, her to Andy. They're grass, Andy. Grass. Some and wacky tobacco. The devil's lettuce. Helen Hunt has... <laughs> She's got a boyfriend that's corrupting her by uh, making her smoke 
or snort some crap. Your parents, I was here just eight years. It's the ago. hair, Tanya. Leave Garrett. Straight cigarettes then. Adults do liquor, even toke. Everybody does it. Nobody does liquor. Everybody is anybody. Oh, oh, boy. Boy. Back to Helen Hunt. She does it. She snorts. Did you say toke? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is the freak out. Okay, so Wasn't she did William Zapka? Was it from Karate Kid? I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But now she's freaking out. <laughs> she just jumped out of window. Wasn't that must not have been that far before. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a second story window. She just came flying out. She hit the ground, bounced up, and went. There, and now she's cutting her arms. Well, that's because that crank is good. That's a good crank. Right. Oh, man, you see that shit. I had some crank once. And I took the stairs. It wasn't a very good crank. It was kind of bad crank. I just tripped down an escalator. and uh, oh, Yeah, you didn't get the pure shit. <laughs> you didn't get the, the, shit, the shit the government worked on. You fall, down, you fall down some stairs and get up and be like, I think they cutting this shit. <laughs> get up, dust yourself off. Like, that's just not pure, man. Yeah, you know, you know that's a that's an asshole move. We know that. That's a whole scene with Smokey, smoking those two Mexican dudes. Man, he sold me some cut crank, man. I'm gonna fly back up these stairs and kick his ass. <laughs> the drug, hey, you know how in the '80s they always had the uh, cliche drug deal where they try a little bit. Yeah. Like, what if it, what if you did a cliche crank drug deal? You try a little bit, but then you like run out into the traffic or some shit. It's like, <laughs> okay, it's real. It's pure. Yeah, I just tried to jump off a building. It's it's good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I still think I can fly, even though I can barely move my limbs right now. I'm paralyzed. And nobody addresses it either. You just walk back like half naked back to the dealer. Like, all right, man, here's money. <laughs> Complete yeah, the right. sale. You all right, man? You need to go to the hospital. You're bleeding out the side of your head, man. Oh, it's all good. Thank you. Why, if these are if this is pure crank, why are we not trying it on the roof? <laughs> I think this is a setup. <laughs> She's saying I'm invincible. Is yeah, that what she? Yeah. I mean, she kind of is. She just fell out of a second story window, landed on her back, and right. got up and started yeah. picking up broken yeah. glass. Running. What they don't show is Nick Fury came and recruited her after the credits. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be funny Ladies if there was a Marvel superhero, but they had to do crank every time. <laughs> and then it's gonna cut to the WandaVision uh, theme. <laughs> every time the world's about to end, someone has to do PCP now. When they, they do that snap, strength. when they did that snap, where they was going for five years, they got clean. So they're the only one that didn't come back. It was like, I'm actually good. I'm not fighting anyone. <laughs> we need your superhuman abilities to help save the world. <laughs> Go ahead and snort this. Trust me. Run it, Andy. We've been here for six hours. My lady's looking at All right. Let's go. All right. We got to. Don't try to get the. She is fucked up. Man, that ain't nothing but catching the Holy Ghost in the black church. Right? <laughs> Why, why her clothes ain't coming off and you run around naked? She's fighting off like three people. Get an ambulance for all the other people that she's fighting off. I know these symptoms. It's crank. Why <laughs> don't dudes got the same haircut? Every white dude had the same haircut back then. What did happen? Drugs. They got that blue lagoon haircut. Drugs happened. Everybody does this? Uh, well, we don't all just me. Windows. I mean, I'm Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Not me, man. I got straight A's. Everybody <laughs> does this. Drugs. 
drugs should have turned everybody else. You mean these white people? Y'all gonna answer? <laughs> I mean, that was pretty impressive. She jumped out of a second story window and fought off Bounced all these up, people who were trying to restrain fought her. Fought off people. Feet first, too. Man on her back. First. One yeah, she, did, she came out feet first. She drop kicked the window. That's what she drop kicked the window. Hit her head on the glass part on the way down. What if dude would have came downstairs and be like, "Who's gonna pay for my fucking window?" <laughs> and then she stabs him in the throat with broken glass. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, I think you got some bigger problems. All right, I'm invincible. <laughs> Did you hear? Drugs are bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got to bring this home. Swear to God. <laughs> All right, yeah. We spent a whole day on this shit. <laughs> hey, thanks y'all for coming in with us today. We appreciate y'all. Freeloaders, you missed out. We, we you got some right here, but you missed out on Mondays. But oh, freeloaders got plenty. They got uh, almost two hours. Well, thank Rod, Romaine, and Mark for sitting in with us. We appreciate y'all as always. Hope that you guys in the chat room enjoyed it. Thank you guys for sitting in with us. The aunties are great, and I'll be talking with you. I'm probably gonna try and bring them back. I ain't, ain't bullshitting. Anybody else got anything they want to get out on? Uh, no, apparently J Lo's house has been getting a lot of uh, prank nine one one calls. Since ain't no sense in even ain't no sense in even starting it. You know, we ain't going down that road. <laughs> I just saw that link on this. six hours. We ain't going down that road. <laughs> since the inauguration, you know, you sing the inauguration and people start targeting you. Apparently, we ain't going down that road. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, Romaine Mark Rod, we'll do it like yeah. that. Y'all ready? Yeah. Romaine Mark Rod. Yes. All right. Y'all coming back on Monday. We'll be here. Here we go. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. I'm Romain Walters. Mark Todd. And I'm Rod Morrow. We did it. We did yeah. it. <laughs> Three guys on plus two. That's five. And we are out. You want-